he has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Dry face, full cell vertical, get into the blind spot, and he absolutely burns it. Corner is lost. He literally has no idea where Wilson is. Long, fast, how he approaches the game, how dedicated he is to football. He's ridiculously good, man. You have to be a stag. This is actual film. It's actual football talk. It's a football show. We're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are watching slash listen, listening to another edition of Blue It's Blitz. I know there are people out there who listen. Uh, I've been reached out to by, by a few of them telling me to keep posting the audio, uh, which I actually have to start po- posting the audio for the um, for the live streams as well. I I, I will start doing that. Um, I just had to get more to the technical savvy part uh, or the savviness of running a website. Um, I do the smaller snippet stuff, but... With that being said, Jets 24 to 21 victory uh, over the Eagles in preseason. Um, I was, mis- I, to be honest, I didn't watch a lot of this. Like, I, I watched obviously the game, but I was so numb to everything after Zach Wilson went out that, like, I watched, but I didn't watch. So I didn't really know what happened until I watched the film. Uh, luckily enough, got the film um, early from. Uh, hopefully we get in film early all season, which would be really, really cool. A little bit of a connect there. Uh, but today is Monday, August 15th. You guys might be seeing this today. You might be seeing it, uh, Tuesday by the latest, I would hope. Um, but yeah, numb after the Zach Wilson injury, obviously he, uh, could have run out of bounds. He tries to scramble for extra yardage, plants his knee into the ground. You can see he went a little bit too far outside of his frame. It buckled. Uh, and everybody's thinking it's, it's torn ACL and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm with my buddy and we have, we have the, we have the Jets game on and the Mets game on the Mets, the Mets weren't playing well, the jet, the Jets game. And we're already going to the home opener. We already plan on going to, out of like six out of the eight home games. We're going to going to green Bay and we're sitting there. We're like, dude, like what, like what happens? Like, there's no good, there's no good scenario because now you're going into year three. Zach, we, you don't know what Zach Wilson is. He came out. His, his the the taste left in everybody's mouth is an, a missed pass and a bad interception. Going to year three, like that's that's a pivotal year for quarterbacks. Year two is pivotal year two, um, but year three is like that year. Like you need to make it or you just don't have them. But going into year three without really any backing from year two uh, would have been such a shitty situation. And it's like, okay, well, you have talent to compete this year, but do you get a quarterback? and win seven, eight games and take yourself out of out of range to get a really good player in the draft? Do you roll with Joe Flacco? Like, it was just such a shitty situation where I didn't even want to really think about it. Um, so I was depressed for a good 18 hours, and it comes out, obviously. Uh, he tore part of his meniscus, I think, and um, sprained, or, or he has a, a bone bruise in his knee. Uh, they are operating on Tuesday, I believe, tomorrow. Some guy uh, who I believe operates or is the doctor for the Rams and the Dodgers. Um if he goes in and finds more damage, then it could be a little bit longer. I'm oh, like they they tell me two to four weeks. I'm thinking four to six. Like I'm thinking, okay, he's coming back week three because that's that that's just the easier way to, for me to think about it instead of being disappointed in him not coming back week one. I've already kind of internalized that he's coming back week two or three. Um, which which listen, it's not ideal. It's really not. We want Wilson there with his teammates in preseason taking reps. Uh, at the end of the day, when you go from thinking your quarterback is going to miss the entire year, so okay, he might miss a game or two. You know, great. Like the Jets have had so, and it's like we've had 
the wor- the worst and and if, if Wilson was out for the year, I was gonna go and legitimately back and make a timeline of like all the shitty decisions we made, all the injuries we've had, like even just quarterbacks like Gino getting injured and 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 Sam getting mono and Wilson getting injured and Wilson getting injured in his in his other year. Like we don't really have a lot of healthy years um from quarterbacks where he's missing games and stuff. Uh that on top of just other brutal injuries, you know, Carl Lawson, Mackay Beckton, et cetera, et cetera. And this year it seems like okay, you know, not uh knock on wood. We we're pretty healthy going into this game on his Becton, which let's let's not say we didn't kind of have a, a you know a bad feeling about that, or at least a slight a, a slight hint that it might happen. Um, but I was sitting there, I'm like, dude, it is it going to be the Jets' luck that we don't have 47 players on the IR, but one of those players on the IR is going to be Wilson. So it's like, oh, healthy year, but the quarterback. It's like, yeah, here, thank you, God, you know, uh, healthy year, but just injured the most important guy on the team. Um, so I really thought that's how I was going to go. Yeah, the news came out. So I am much more uh, optimistic. Rocking a sauce jersey. Uh, just woke up. So excuse, um, excuse whatever, whatever may come with that. But give me a second. There we go. Dog's got to go outside. The only problem is I'll open that door. He'll come in and out, but then he'll start hearing noises and he'll bark during the podcast. So got to figure it out. But it is what it is. I know you guys don't care at this point. Um, so I have 50 seven plays i believe of this game um now obviously there are guys who i'm going to i'm gonna highlight i'm gonna try to highlight the guys who i believe are going to make the roster there are some guys who i don't necessarily think are going to make the roster and i highlighted them because they deserve to be highlighted i'm not just going to not highlight guys um just because okay well hey yo whatever i i don't don't know calvin jackson made a really good play but i'm not going to highlight it because it doesn't matter like i I highlighted nice stuff but uh in terms of like the backup offensive linemen and stuff i typically stay away from that nobody really impressed me too too much but like okay isaiah Isaiah williams has a nice block am i really going to make the review 80 90 play review uh play review showing you guys blocks of isaiah williams you know you kind of have to know uh and at this point when it's 57 plays or whatever it is um it's already it's already long enough so i'm rusty getting back into this uh the, the full game reviews but the first notes uh kind of for the game is we had no loss in uh who i was a little bit disappointed but I, I completely understand no loss no jfm no joiner no dj reed no mosley no fant or brown so you had uh adoga and mitchell starting which is not ideal versus the philadelphia eagles uh defensive line uh but as we do when the Jets win, we start off with the studs. When they lose, we start off with the duds. I have been starting off with duds a lot over the last couple of years. Uh, hoping to start off with many, many more studs um, to start off these shows. So uh, my 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 third stud of the game. Uh, I, mean, I think I've been doing I've been doing studs and duds for probably five or six years. But studs and duds uh, number three. Obviously, number one being the the biggest stud of the game. My number three uh, stud of the game is Jubari Zuniga. Uh, four tackles, one sack. I have five plays of him to highlight. And again, this this one I jump around a little bit more now because I have to go through different a bunch of different plays in the game. So, um, excuse me if it's a little bit more. I guess not necessarily jumpy, but it takes me a little bit more time to get to each play because I have to. Um, I have to. Uh, scroll down the list and stuff. So Zuniga pressure, um, left side of your screen right here. Let's watch first and we'll discuss. Obviously it doesn't lead to, to a sack or anything like that, but we still, we still like, we still like the, the win. Um, 
one, the, the first thing we notice is, okay, we don't want to be late, this late off the ball, right? Um, so late off the ball, to me, he sees a heavy set to the outside, like a jump set. So he's either thinking it's going to be a run or it's a play action. It's a play action pass. And typically with a lot of these four, three schemes, you're going to have like these exchanges where, okay, he, you know, he sees him set, uh, setting hard to the outside. He can cross his face and shoot this B gap. And then Quan Alexander, who's lined up in that B gap is now going to take the C gap. So a lot of the linebackers, it, it, the responsibilities, both to read the backfield, but also read what their defensive linemen in front of them are doing because again they, they have the flexibility to shoot multiple gaps at times so sees the set to the outside angles himself to the inside um as he sees you know that, that potential run coming and he wants to cut it off uh does a good job getting the left hand into the chest i can't see exactly where it is but left hand into the chest um starting to angle off to the inside and now <clears throat> as he's starting to angle off to the inside I think he notices that this is a bullshit fake that this is there's there's way too much space right here. Um, so it this is not the cleanest play action fake. Uh, I think Jabari Zuniga realizes that as he feels that himself getting underneath of the tackles um, leverage. So he feels himself underneath of the tackle, sees that it's a play that that it's a play action. So. You have the tackle momentum. who's going heavy inside. Does he want to continue to fight that momentum inside? No, um, he's going to go opposite of it. So drops his weight a little bit. Keeps extension with the, with the left hand, uses some some core some core power, some torque to torque him back inside, completely throwing him off balance, and opens up a wide open, easy, soft edge for him to uh, rush at at Gardner Minshew with. So, um, really, really good job. And then another and another good part of this too is you see you see the, the TT stunt between uh, Solomon Thomas and Tanzel Smart. And this is so fun when I can do multiple players kind of at once here. But you have a TT stunt um, right here. And then Tanzel Smart goes to goes to the loop, gets picked up. As he's going to get picked up, he notices that the running back is is leaking out of the backfield, and he actually matches the he matches the running back. So good job noticing. Okay, I'm not going to get there. You know, awareness outside of your assignment. Like I, we're going to talk about Tanzel Smart in a little bit, but dude, hell of a job by Tanzel Smart again. Really good job by um, by Zuniga right here again. You know, now now with a lot of these plays, and I'm going to say it more than I'll actually show it, just because then we'll be talking about a lot of Eagles players too. Some of these guys they're beating don't have the best technique. Let's be honest. You know, they're playing they're playing second string tackles, third string tackles, third string guards. So there's gonna be some plays where I'll just say not the best technique. You know, I, I do want to highlight that because obviously a play like this versus I, I don't know, let's say number 63 is their is their second string right tackle is different than Lane Johnson, right? So it's something worth highlighting who you're making plays against, right? Uh obviously just trying to be to be fair to the to the evaluation. Um so not necessarily the best set by by the tackle um, there in general, but again, a good job by Zuniga um, reading the set, trying to attack the inside, realizing it's not it's not a a true hand or not it's not a handoff. Feeling himself underneath the tackle, um, throwing him to where the tackle's already going, making his way to the quarterback. Now the thing with the, making his way to the quarterback, he wants to make him he wants to make him he wants to make it a little bit more uh, vertical. Just a little bit like you want to chase that you want to chase that near hip. Um especially off the back. Uh, well, no. Yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of a hard spot. I'm not I can't I can't kill him for that. He might he might have went a little he might have cut it a little bit too flat, like right, like right here. Um, but it's you know, you're gonna get beat sometimes like that. Obviously, again, a nice job by Tanzel Smart, too. Um, again, I gotta bounce around a good amount with actually let me I, I gotta uh I definitely have to renegotiate, not, not renegotiate, but I have to change my screen up with this one. Again, it, this is a preseason game for me too, in terms of the film reviews, getting back into uh, doing 
it in this form. Um, play 27 next for him. We got get five plays. And again, it's nice. You you break up like three, four, five players or, or plays for a guy and then another play, a couple plays for another guy. And it breaks up the monotony of doing 60 plays of a guy straight, which by the way, still working on Dwayne Brown. I got about half a season to go. That'll be out too. You're going to get a review pretty much every other day now from uh, these games to players. Uh, literally every other day we have to put out, or I have to put out a review to get it all out in time. So you're about to be overloaded with Jets film. Zuniga run stop. Um, he's right here. They're running this bare front. Now, and, and this there's a, a part of this at, uh, is Nathan Shepard as well. Nathan Shepard on the inside, just, just highlighting him. Does a really good job just, just holding up versus uh, what eventually ends up being a, being a double team, just holding his ground. Now, the double team comes late and there's not full momentum from the, from the secondary blocker in that combo. So he's able to hold up a little bit better than a true combo. Um, where he's completely dedicated to the, or those two guys are like completely dedicated to him off the snap. Um, but nonetheless, with, with that being, Oh, I didn't, I didn't play the full play. So it shows the Um, it's a good job by him too. Obviously you have, you have the, you have the zone steps. They're, they're running that tight inside zone. Um, he steps with the offensive lineman as he feels that zone coming and what you want to do um ideally you you want to dent one of these guys you, you don't want to unless you could spike in between them just put your helmet between those guys and split the split the difference um then yeah okay that's it's really hard to to truly spike a double team um so typically you want to attack one of the um one of the combo blockers some 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 do the high leg um some do the 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 post but high leg post um now with that um being said when you attack one of said offensive lineman on a combo you want to reduce your body from the other uh he doesn't do that initially as well as we necessarily want him to but steps hands inside you know could play with a little bit leverage better a little bit better leverage here but he's still still able to play at least with decent leverage get his hands inside of the of the um of the right guard extension now i would like him to reduce himself a little bit earlier than he is right now because he's not truly reduced um he is quite high into this block so a really good right tackle right guard pairing let's be honest he's probably getting moved a little bit here um because this is a lot of body to attack for the for the for the second guy into the combo but with that being said um he does a second like secondarily he does a nice job of um taking on the second man as he drops his hips um sets his anchor you're seeing set his anchor right there in step working up and through the hip um into the into the offensive lineman um powerful position to be in right there keeps driving off of that off that in step we're gonna see him just keep setting it um obviously if he keeps if he's if he's getting pushback he has to reset that and and, and kick it out a little bit just think about like a kickstand and, and you know uh, with a bike so kicks it out holds up keeping his 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 uh inside half clean as he reads the backfield, he's seeing the running back is cutting his way. So he's gonna just he's just gonna hold his ground, hold his ground. Uh running back gets into his contact window. <clears throat> Jubara Zuniga already has that inside half clean for that reason, is able to to wrap him up. So it's a good job by him. And like I said, it's a good job by Nathan Shepard. Just 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 clogging the inside. He's not he's not making a tap or anything like that. But um if you could hold your ground on a combo, um it's you're you're pretty, you're winning that rep for the most part. So Good job by those two guys. And 
it's not like he had a ton of good plays anyway, Nathan Shepard. So we, we'll, we'll give him the bone there. But uh, play 40. Say. Uh, sack. He's right here to the right side of your screen. Um. So you know the the explosion off the snap. That's 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 not uh, overly impressive here. I do like the hands. Um, just in terms of the one arm stab. I like again. If you're gonna if you're gonna throw that one arm stab, you're gonna be more you're gonna be more straight up. Like your your chest is more open, and you're not really getting under it like a like a long arm where you're like working. You know you're you're really working under his leverage and and pushing up into him. But it's more like like squared up stab. Um, I'm okay with that for the most part, if it's followed by a chop, that's exactly what he does, does here. So we get the one arm stab, uh, which just holds that separation. So holding that separation, creating a little bit more distance as, as you shock him back. And as you get extension, uh, leading to this outside punch, <clears throat> not being able to land necessarily as tight to the offensive, as tight to the offensive lineman as the offensive lineman wants, and maybe not as powerful because you're shocking him back. Uh, paired with the outside chop again, I like that chop. Now he goes to work up the up the arc, but he realizes, okay, he's throwing his weight onto me. I'm past the quarterback set point. It's gonna be really hard for him to get all the way up the arc and, and bend this and get the quarterback, um, especially this late into the reps. So <clears throat> Zuniga realizes, okay, I have to I have to push back up the field to try to try to get um, to try to make my way to the quarterback. So he does that, throws on the brakes, little. Uh, club chop right there to keep working vertical finds a quarterback gets gets the sack so um it was it was a good job with the awareness of the quarterback set point um again it's not it's not like we have secondary um explosion here or, or crazy bend or anything like that but it, it is a good it is a good stab into a chop and then again realizing uh where exactly the, the quarterback um was going to be or where he was and maybe where he was going to be as he scrambled Zuniga stuff. Okay. Um he is right here, left side of your screen. Um again, so now now we have now we have pretty good awareness, and it's always hard to exactly say, okay, I, I you know, I guarantee you this is where this is where his eyes were, but comes off the snap. Um is is really obviously he's gonna he's gonna read the pass set as well and and with that being said and just as uh, dn in general away from the running back like this if it is his own play you have to assume it's coming at not exactly directly towards you like an outside zone but towards your towards your direction for the most part if it is if it is his own if you're playing his own heavy team so um takes a step up the field to me i think he reads the backfield he he reads he reads a a tighter track um a tighter track for the running back so he angles himself inside you know, obviously, uh, to a certain extent, yes, you do want to set the edge. But um, if they are so tight, you want to take that shot. If you're right, cool. Um, and with that being said, you you have linebackers who could be making up the 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 outside for you, um, regardless. So gets into or, or starts starts the rush again. Notices the track of the running back, crosses the face of the of the uh, of the right tackle, gets his hands up. You know, they don't they're not necessarily the cleanest in terms of like you know it's not like a club rip or anything like that. But the hands deflect. Um, as he goes across the face, crosses the face, finds the running back, dives, makes tackle. It's it's a it's a good play, you know. Um, as they run, oh, so it's 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 one it's it's one back power, but it's it's fine. It's still the same thing. Doesn't doesn't have to be zoning. One back power works works the same here uh, in terms of just the running back's track being being in his direction. So 
Next play for Zuniga. Okay, pressure. Oh, yeah, okay. And yeah, yeah, okay. So he is, we're going to watch a few guys. We're going to watch, we're going to watch this three times. First time, second time, third time. Okay, first time, second time. Sometimes I'm a little bit more con, 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 uh, and the third time. I'm a little bit more uh, concise with some of the stuff I talk about with these players because you talk about three players now in a play, you're talking about a minute instead of a minute description. It's a three-minute one, and they were talking about instead of a two-hour show, we're talking about a six-hour show. So some of them I'll be a little bit more concise with with my evaluation of the play, but I'll give you the general gen, the general stuff just so just for the sake of not being here forever. Um uh here the one thing I will say is I, I would like to see him consistent stay a little bit lower. You could say you could say he's played a little bit high and he played a little bit high in this game. Um but nonetheless comes off the ball. Uh again, I think he's 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 reading the arc and seeing and seeing exactly how he wants to handle this. Again, when there are running backs to that side, a lot of guys um will try to bowl or get went to the inside just because they don't want they don't want to get chipped. So um he sees the running back is is obviously uh, is working is going to work to the outside or he's just set to that side so he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily want to rush up the arc. Um, that paired with maybe him seeing uh, the open chest of the offensive lineman works into the open chest again. It, it, is this the strongest position to begin? You know, is he is he did he really like roll his hips under it? You know, really get tight hands and and uh, and and lift him? No, you know he's he's pretty straight up. His hands were kind of were, were kind of like patty kicked out there um so again it's not it's not the strongest bull rush um again now we have the benefit of him playing a a third string tackle uh but with that being said he gets extension he drives his feet drives his feet and a tackle falls on his ass he gets a pressure you have tanzel smart right here who takes a step up the field um angles to the inside club he, he actually i it might be it might be like a double chop 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 um tries to get skinny in the a gap tilts his body away from the from the uh offensive lineman again just to reduce reduce the contact area the the, the surface that the offensive lineman wants to hit which is the chest he uh he angles himself away from that um pushes up the field arm over splits those guys presses into the backfield now no did he did he did he necessarily get there no but this is a good spot to be in you know not not clean for the quarterback and then you also have uh michael clemens here uh who wins with his, with his one of his most frequent moves, um, which is that which is that cross chop club rip. He does that all the time. So, uh, Jacob Martin's big into that too. A lot of guys are going to be into that because uh, guys talk in the locker room, obviously. And uh, if it works, it works. So good job with with um, Clemens, who uh, shortens his stride a little bit, reads the set again, gets into his grill, anticipate anticipates the 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 uh, the shot. Which again, he's playing a little bit high too. Nonetheless, uh, big step. Why? Because you want it. You want to. Um, you want to extend that stride to to cross his plane. You don't want to take short short strides as you're winning with your hands, because then if you're not, you you know, the offensive line will take you beating his hands all day if his feet are in the right spot. So uh, you have to beat the hands and the feet. And beating the feet, part of that comes with uh, that ex that extended stride to again cross that plane. So you're just working against the hands. So. Um, we have the cross chop club rip. He gets there. Tanzel Smart pushes there. Jabari Zuniga is there. Um, a lot of pressure. So overthrow from uh, the quarterback, but a lot of good pressure from the inside. 
Uh, my second stud of the game, moving to that, is Michael Clemens. You just saw a play right there. Uh, two tackles, one sack. He played some inside, played some outside. I have four plays of him. Um, and again, you just you're gonna see some plays of him throughout the review. But these are the ones where he's the primary. Which he, honestly, on that play that we just watched, he was yeah, he had the best rush out of all of them. Uh, but still, Clemens Martin pressure. Okay, so we have Clemens uh, left side right here. So now we have some starters in for the for the Eagles, but he's uh, he's to the left side right here. Um, and and so it's it's a little bit of pressure. I don't, I don't know if this would even be marked as a pressure. The thing we do like to see is just is just his explosion and, and his and his nastiness into his bull rush. So um, he's he's coming off the ball and he's pretty much splitting the difference. Or not splitting the difference. Um, He's the he's a nine tech, but he's playing against a tight end wing, so there could be a lot of chips right here. Um, so typically, guys will come off the ball a little bit more conservatively again, again and, and unless they could read the set enough where they think they're single teamed up with a tight end. They'll, they'll come up at the, then they'll come off the ball like a bat out of hell. But um, typically, you see guys be a little bit more conservative because it, you're not typically rushing against the guy that's across your face, or at least just a guy across your face. So take a step up the field. And again, kind of reads what's what's going on. And now with both those guys, you also have the running back out of the backfield who might chip you as well. So there's a lot of traffic around here for, for Clemens to read. Um, again, comes off the ball, starts to angle off inside a little bit. I, I, I think because of the running back, starts to angle to the, to, the, uh, to the offensive lineman, have that natural feel. Okay, it's going to be really hard for me to win up the arc at this point, uh, just in terms of where he is in this pass set and the timing of the play. Um, so you want to take the most direct angle to the quarterback to to make an impact on the play. Uh, that paired with potentially seeing the inside or the or the open chest right here of the offensive lineman, he takes the he takes the the openness of the chest. Good job getting leverage into it. Good job getting his um, you know uh, again getting that leverage. He was very very high into an explosive step off the outside foot in step. Good tight elbows, good leverage. Rolls probably could have done a little bit better job rolling his hips up. Um, but he, the thing with Clemens is he is like you could this is almost a perfect picture of it. Look how much legs he is versus upper body. His it is all legs. So sometimes he has he has a natural disadvantage where he's he's going to be um out leveraged by guys. And and to me, people think of leverage just as okay, his helmet's higher than my helmet. Really, the more important part with leverage is like who has lower hips? Like, because that, that's 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 your center of gravity. If your hips are lower than his, even if you're a little bit like it's it's kind of hard hard with your upper body being higher, but like it's and that's a really hard thing for me to explain, but it's it's hip versus hips, not necessarily, um, you know, hat versus hat, because I could be lower than you, just bend completely over, and you're going to destroy me if you if if your hips are lower than me, but you're higher. Um, so, nonetheless, bull rush walks back into the quarterback. Okay, you know, uh, decent decent play there, and then we also have Jacob Martin right here to the right side of your screen, who you have not watched a review on yet, but you will soon. Um, with one of his really, really popular moves, uh, just, just in terms of, of the, of the cross chops. So he angles a little bit more inside to the, to the tackle feels that it's more of an aggressive set, uh, angles himself up at the arc, but still, um, at a more direct angle to the outside shoulder cross chop again, extended step right there. You see how he leaps into it. Why? 
again because he does not want to he doesn't want to defeat the arm and then still be like like basically for lack of a better term like squared up with him so you want to defeat the arms and extend that stride you talk about pairing the hands to the feet so pairing hands to the feet chop club rip this it's a better play by martin than clemens but it was it was for this play was put under clemens for whatever reason but really good play by martin there uh this his review you're pretty much going to see this the entire time. So you see the explosion off the snap. You see, you see his bend, you see his, his technique right there. That's good. The one thing funny enough that I did not. Okay. Okay. You're hello. Hello. Okay. You guys got it too. I recorded plenty of shows last couple of weeks. And, uh, I, I told you guys that I, um, the one show I completely uh forgot to hit record and that sucked. So I didn't test my sound before I started recording this and thank God it, it was working. So that was that. Um okay, let me share the screen again. Sorry. Clemens next play effort tackle. All right. Uh he is right here. Uh six tech, right over the tight end. Yeah, making plays. So um comes off the ball. I like I like the explosion he comes off the ball with. Uh the thing is we again the hands we like to seem a little bit tighter than this. Uh, but with that being said, lands his hands onto the tight end. I think he's I as he comes off the ball and he and he starts to evaluate the play, he's seeing him angle to the outside. Now, can I also maybe guess? I, I don't know exactly where his eyes are. Again, I think he starts to feel this block, him working to the outside. If we want to reach, maybe maybe we're reaching a little bit to say he sees this that this this guy pulling, and the running backs track a combination of all three, whatever it is, he feels that the run is going to the outside. He angles himself to the outside. Good job refitting that hand right there with a the tight elbow to, to to create that separation again. Obviously, hand on the shoulder and and, and hand tight. Um, getting underneath that elbow is going to be a lot more powerful or conducive to to creating that that separation, allowing him to angle off to the outside. So does that creates a separation. Um, Throws a rip in there, angling off to the outside, keeping the outside free. Again, he can feel that it's going to the outside at this point, definitely. Um, drives his feet to work there, drives his feet to work there. Now he has uh, the pulling, whoever that is, the, the, the center getting to the outside, who's working into him. Works his hands into him as well, occupying that block. Continues to stay flat, gets to the running back, uses those long arms, dives, makes the makes the tackle. So... It's a good play. Again, just feeling, feeling, won the explosion off the line, feeling the run, refitting the hands, keeping the outside half clean, throwing the rip after he gets, after he refits the inside hand, um, allowing that rip to, to, to take place. Again, driving the feet, continue to work in the hands, chasing down the running back. That's, it's, it's a good play. It's a good play. So, um, past that, play 33 and 58. Okay, 33, 58. Oh, I know 58 is no. Um, uh, Clement Sack. Left side of your screen here. Call him a wide call him, call him a nine. Call him a wide five. Whatever. Loose five. Um 
so again, so some some of these plays are not necessarily the the, the cleanest technically, but they still win because they're they're playing guys who are not necessarily starters. In this in a situation like this with Clemens, sh- should you always necessarily win? Um, no, you know this is not the cleanest win in in the world, but um, angles inside towards the towards the running back um, on his on his however many steps that is one two his second step inside his third step total. Um, inside step to explode to the outside. Good. Get tries to go to the outside with a with a uh, with a cross chop. He's probably gonna go cross chop, club rip again. But he gets caught to the outside, and I don't think he, he's not planning on getting caught like that. He gets caught, and that ends up turning into into the offensive lineman kind of getting bumped up the arc. So because he got caught just because of Clemens like natural power and the momentum he took into that, into that rep. It's not like the offensive lineman, the left tackle was able to sustain the block. So pops him in the backfield, reevaluates. Okay. Get flat, chase on the quarterback at the sack, you know, so good adjustment to it. Um, good job feeling it out after he got caught um, again, but his momentum and just his, his size and his power uh, kind of just threw that offensive lineman off because you know, offensive lineman's really preparing for that, maybe that bull rush right there. Um, but his momentum's really taking him up the arc right there. So Clemens uh, takes advantage, uh, gets the sack. Second. All right. Next play. Had to pause my uh, the dog, grab something he's not supposed to. Obviously still working with a puppy here. So uh, got to manage him a little bit more than a normal dog. So is what it is, right? Got to get the film out. Uh, last play of the game here. Obviously, Eagles are down uh, 24 to 21 at this point. Um, they're well beyond uh, the range to be to get a touchdown. Clemens, uh, four eye right here. Uh, let's watch real quick. All right. Obviously, we see effort um, here. We'd like to see him be a little bit more in control here. Um, he comes off the ball with explosion, but one, he explodes. He comes, he's really, he comes really high off the ball, and you could see it's a little bit. There, there is a lot of movement um, just from the lower body. You want to see him condense it uh, a little bit, but comes off the ball with explosion again. Not necessarily the 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 best footwork in terms of just how high his knees are, uh, but he eventually ends up taking. Uh, advantage of the open chest and the punch of the offensive lineman carrying his hands wide and low. Clemens, let's let's say he sees that. Um, and, he, and he has full reign right here to go into a bull rush. He's not reading run right here or anything like that because go ahead and run it. You know, you, you have like three seconds to get a touchdown. So uh, takes advantage of the open chest. Good leverage. Like this is good leverage for 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 him. Like this is this is this is nice and tight. You know, good good knee bend, uh, helmet even like almost below the chin. Um, I'd like to see it from the from the sideline view right here, but overall good leverage for him from him. Um, extension. This is good. Clemens in this situation, you, yeah, good luck. He's he he's got he's got power. If he can get here, no way. So really good extension. Um, maintains that contact, continues to drive him, continues to drive him, uh, pushes him all the way back past the quarterback's level, quarterback oh shit moment, uh, has to scramble out, and then Clemens is going to throw plenty or uh is going to uh give some effort there too. And there was a holding at some point here. I don't know exactly where or what, but there was a holding just to Clyde, obviously, but 
good bull rush, good effort right there um, by Clemens. So now uh, for the first stud of the game, uh, a guy who this is another stamp stamp of approval by me players, uh, which I know some people appreciate. You know, I've I've had my my few over the years a fan of a couple of years ago. Um, you know, sauce like uh, and and listen, people. Oh, everybody loves everybody loves sauce. Now, everybody loves sauce. Nobody people didn't love sauce before. <laughs> That's so. Tanzel Smart is one of my guys. Uh, I think he should have made the roster last year. Now I'm seeing him build on his preseason from last year, uh, this year, and uh, even improve a little bit. So Tanzel Smart to me. If 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 you were to keep him as your fifth D tackle behind, you know, to me Thomas JFM Q uh, Rankins, you're talking about Tanzel Smart over Marshall or Shepard. Sign me up. I'm doing it. That's 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 my opinion. I, I he you know he makes an impact when he's in the game. So um, to me, he he will be the better player than those guys. Is he right now? I can't I can't say that definitively. Uh, I would like to think so. Obviously, Shepard uh, is, is seeing more reps first the ones and stuff, but. Shepard also saw plenty of reps versus twos and threes. This game didn't really make an impact. Uh, Jonathan Marshall, it, with his production program, I don't know if I saw him once this game, uh, make an impact. So smart, consistently balls out when, when he gets when he gets a chance to. So uh, three tackles, two sacks. Again, you already saw the play before where he was on a TT stunt. He notices a running back leaking out of the backfield and, and knowing that he can't get to the quarterback, he matches the, the, the running back. Like that's... It's a really good play. Like that's that's not just a simple thing that to uh that you'd assume a D tackle would do on a TT stunt. So hell of a job by by uh smart and right here we have him as like a four eye um in that B gap. Let's see. This is so this is more of um it's honestly a good job by by dude. Bryce Huff, this this game, consistent pressure again. And it's so weird because Bryce Huff, he 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 rushes off the snap. And this is maybe, maybe, I don't know if Kyle can speak for himself, but he always says like he doesn't have explosion, which I think he has explosion, but when he rushes, he rushes almost high and never is running full speed up the arc. Like he, he approaches a guy high and then at the last second he he throws he throws a move. So he doesn't carry a lot of momentum into into like the their their contact point, but then he turns it on like his acceleration. So it's almost weird, but um comes off the ball. Again, just reading, reading the tackle set, not dictating really anything. Um, eventually lands a stab. Stab chop. Does he? Ch I can't even tell if he chops that. He attacks the outside half. And is able to to torque him to the inside as he as he attacks the 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 uh the shoulder up the arc and just bends into him. He doesn't really even he doesn't really do much. Let's Yeah, this is just this is just kind of hand placement and him, and him feeling that the that the upfield or the uh the shoulder up the arc is a little bit weak and he can and he can work past it so he does that creates the pressure now again uh we have Tanzel Smart who steps up the, he obviously rushes the uh, left guard probably want to see a chop into a cleaner rip there his hands aren't the cleanest works up the um works to the outside half of the offensive lineman Obviously, okay, feels I am getting completely pushed up the arc right here. I'm not going to make an impact on this play. Probably peaks the running, the, the quarterback stepping up into the, up, uh, up into the pocket, throws a spin move, chasing him down for um, a sack. But it's a really good play by it's a, it's, it's a solid play by Huff and for for 
Tanzel smart. It's more of effort and noticing the running back is stepping up in the pocket more than, okay, he cleanly won. Um, and don't ever, obviously, you know, if you were going to assume a guy's going to win every single rep um, as a defensive lineman, they, they would be Aaron Donald times a thousand, like a defensive lineman. It's one sack a game. It's, it's a, a great year. So um, understand they're not going to win every rep. So, you know, he did not win that uh, is what it is, but uh, play 44 of the review Tanzel smart as well. Uh, this is the one I put up on Twitter. Uh, this is just ridiculous. So again, not necessarily the cleanest technique from 76, uh, talking about backup offensive linemen and stuff here, but this is probably the most, one of the most dominant plays of the game. If not the most dominant plays of the game, the dude just makes an impact when he's in the game, uh, but comes off the ball aggressively. Um, can't necessarily tell his, his hands come one hand comes wide. The right hand comes wide. The left hand is, is in a good spot. Um, but jolts the offensive lineman back as he, he, when he jolts the offensive lineman back quarterbacks, uh, sorry, jolts him back quarterbacks track, running backs track. He, he wants to win to the inside right here. So jolts him back feels that he came into the inside starts to win to the inside with a rip or, or, or angles himself to the inside with a rip. But now with that rip, it's not cleanly set or, or it never cleanly sets because the offensive lineman's hand is still is still on him. Um, so he's not really able to like cross his face with his with his hips. Um, so they're kind of more squared up. So good job by the offensive lineman kind of sticking on that block. Tanzel Smart feels him leaning or he, he feels himself underneath of that offensive lineman and he feels the offensive lineman leading heavy to the inside as he takes some like powerful steps to the inside. So uh, sorry, let me, let me play this again. So aggressive. Off the ball, aggressive steps inside, right? Like as he tries to throw that rip, watch how aggressive his steps are. Like really aggressive hips, really aggressive steps, and that gets the offensive lineman leaning. Now, when he feels the offensive lineman leaning into him, obviously the rip didn't take place. Okay, well, I don't want to just keep rushing to where I'm rushing to because he's not going to win this rep. Now, again, good job getting the offensive lineman off balance. Feels him off balance, sticks his foot into the ground, spin, goes to throw the ice pick, but he beats him so bad that this is the final picture of the play. You know, this is, this is, he didn't fall. Tanzel Smart just beat the shit out of him right there. Um, and then he makes his way to the, to the quarterback, like just hell of a job. Again, not, not winning initially clean, but he has really, he, he has good explosion off the snap for sure. Typically comes off with good leverage. Again, doesn't rip, land the rip cleanly going to happen, but secondarily feeling that you're not going to win that feeling the offensive lineman's block, just in terms of him being high and leaning on you knowing how to how to escape off of that is it's a really good play again uh i'm a big fan of of uh tanzel smart so smart sack and i think this is like the, the next play or like a couple plays later um of smart so now we have him as a uh 2i right here so this is another another one of those deals where um, and this honestly, so I have seen coaching wrinkles do this, and I, I was going to mention it before, but I want to see it again because um, I, I, you know, I forget some of these plays I've already, I've already recorded. But there, are, there, I've seen it before where coaches will throw TT stunts where the looper goes to the to the running back side, and if they if they leak out, they will match them. I've seen it before. There's a name for it. Um, forgetting, but it's possible that that they have that read for him, uh, which is just another added wrinkle. But they throw a TT stunt. He starts to match. Um, he starts to kind of match the running back as he feels the running back break outside to uh, 
and is open. But with that being said, again, sees the running back. You see, you, you see his eyes peek to the running back, sees the running back, matches him or starts to go to match him. But then he notices uh quarterback's not looking that way. Why am I why am I gonna why am I gonna start to work to this to this running back when the quarterback's not even looking there? Um so then he sticks his foot in the ground, pushes up the arc, uh, and 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 dives to the sack. So again, really good awareness, you know. The, the the TT stunt well executed, pushing up the field, playing with good extension, letting the pick set in. Good job there. Good job again, just natural feel for the play, assuming it wasn't his assignment to start to match that running back um, as a checkdown. Again, noticing the 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 eyes of the quarterback and for lack of a better term, shooting a shot there. Uh, play fifty, smart force hold. Okay, he is right here. Call him a loose three, four eye. Um, this is some this is some bad tackle play too. You can tell the tackle is is super laterally unathletic, like very very slow. Um, so again, being being fair with that, we have uh the, both both defensive linemen who are who are slanting to, slanting to the right side, um, most likely by design. So they're slanting to the to the right. Uh, Tanzo Smart does that with some good. Exp- eh, let's see, good explosion. Yeah, okay. So he explodes off the line de- decently. Um, goes across the face of the offensive lineman. Offensive lineman can't match him laterally. Uh, and tries to slingshot him, sort of, kinda, but ends up just grabbing him and forcing the hold. So, again, you know, didn't you didn't necessarily make the tackle on the play, but when you, uh bring them back for a 10 yard loss on what was a what five yard or so gate. Um, it's a, it's a good play. So again, studs, best, best stud, best player of the game to me, Tanzel smart, second best Clemens. I think you might be able to argue for any one of these guys first, if you could pull the honest, uh, third being Zuniga. Um, they're all like one, a one B one C. Uh, now the duds, um, I didn't, I didn't really highlight this a lot just because, um, Maybe one, I'm kind of over it, and and two, which is missed passes. Uh, but Mike White is my is my th- is my third dot of the game. Uh, and there are some plays where you'll see him missing guys, but he is he just he's not very accurate. I get I get he takes the easy stuff, but I wasn't very impressed with him. Um, and this is I, I've had I've held the opinion of the all of the offseason that the Jets should carry two quarterbacks. The second quarterback should be uh, Joe Flacco because Joe Flacco is a better quarterback than Mike White. There is no way with the talent on this roster. Even even one of the guys I just brought up, I'm not cutting Tanzel Smart or Zuniga for Mike White. I'm just not doing it. There's absolutely no way. So uh, I was not impressed at all by him. Ten for twenty, ninety-eight yards. Uh, I have one play of, of him specifically where he just where he missed the pass. Uh, but there are, I'm sure, throughout the review, I'll, I'll bring him up. Um, but I was pretty disappointed. There's guys running open, and he just and he, and he couldn't hit them. So we have play action. Um, and we have a very a, a, a staple uh, Yankee concept of this of the system, um, and they'll they'll run like the the wave concepts and and spear concepts and hiccup concepts and all these type of 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 like off breed Yankee concepts and all this stuff. But nonetheless, uh, we have we have Tyreek Black who on the bottom of the screen right here actually does a pretty good job um, with his hop hop step to the outside. Wins to the inside, uh, you know, 
crosses the face, punches through to keep himself clean as he as he as he gets vertical. He gets vertical, and now what does he do? He's running a crossing route. He doesn't want to just continue vertical to the to the inside because he's going to be on his hip. He wants to push vertical to hold him vertical so he can push off and break to the to the over. You don't want to just keep running because then there's no break and he's going to be able to match it. So you want to create some type of break on that over route. So he pushes vertical, stair step. So this is what we call stair step. So we're going to see one, two, three, or actually, well, one, two, three stair steps. Again, hold him vertical. One, two, three, break. Nice little head nod. Good route. This is a good route by Tyreek Black. You know, regardless of who the corner was, good route. Stair steps, the the little bit of like a peak technique there. The you know, I, I'd really like to look at it from the other from the other view, but like not like a true bam, but like just yeah, it's a little like a little little peak nod. Hold the corner vertical. This is open in the NFL. This is open. You know, and, and and what it does like this is it, it puts this defender in conflict because both with both these guys going deep, both these guys playing with outside leverage typically, um, in cover three. Sorry, um, is it actually cover three? Uh, it's it's it might actually I don't it might actually not actually be cover three, but it actually it it it, it could be where he just ended up matching, but uh, nonetheless, it actually probably is cover three, and he and he just matched him because there's no other threat. But not but nonetheless, it's a man situation, um, and Black is open. This is open in the NFL. Mike White has plenty of time in the pocket and just completely sails the ball, completely sails it. That's a that's a huge play that you you have to be able to make. Um, why? Because he never got his 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 feet set. One, the play action isn't even good. He pulls that he pulls that early. Um, he reads the post. Now you have the over again with this with his concept. That's what you're supposed to do. Post post to over. Again, good job right there by Black. You see that 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 little uh, like that bam step. Bam is more horizontal, but um, still, it's, it's almost the same thing to me. But good good break right there off uh, off that route break. Plenty of time by Mike White, and look how bad he misses that. Why? Because his feet, he just he's just drifting over that over that plant leg. So when you're when you don't when you're not when you're not like like split the body in half when you're falling over when you're when you're when you up like when you end up like that you're falling over that leg you're not you're not you're not balanced and now you're gonna come high with that throw and it's just not gonna be accurate. So you gotta he has plenty of time at this point reading this to set his feet and throw that ball. And if not, um, you got to kick out that foot a little bit more and like, and, and raise his foot to like offset you um, drifting over that foot. Again, not the best, uh, not the best technique there falling over that foot with plenty of time to, to set completely sales. That's it. You can't, you can't have that. Um, give me a second. All right. My next dud of the game. Um, again, one that I don't have a ton of plays for. Um, and again, Mike White, I didn't really, I just, I didn't want to highlight plays where he's like missing passes and stuff like that. It, it wasn't brutal, but he just really didn't take advantage of his opportunity um, for me. And there wasn't a, a ton of like bad, bad players this game. So Mike White's not the worst, you know, player in the world in, in this game, but still fell into my uh, third dud of the game category. Second dud of the game, 
to me, this guy is fighting for a spot uh, as a starter, not necessarily for a roster spot, but a spot as a starter. That is Quincy Williams. Um, he had a few. He had he had a nice player or two after this, but the the uh, the penalty. Hold on a second. If I didn't close that door, you guys were a thousand percent going to hear some barking. But um, yeah, guy who's fighting for for a roster spot. You got to you got to see him make or not or not not actually make. You want to see him not make some of the plays he made last year or not try to make. He has to be more consistent from a down and down basis. The problem Quincy Williams is one play, you know, three yard tackle for loss, next play blowing in coverage, laying up a you know, 20 yard crossing route behind him. Or, you know, your your team getting off the the field on on a third down and you hitting a quarterback, you know, two steps after the get out of bounds is just absolutely unexcusable. And, and I I Sala kind of had the same sentiment. Uh you hear you see you see Nick Sirianni. You know, excuse my French, but mouthing to Salah, not mouthing to Salah, he's yelling at Salah. People read his lips. He's saying, what the fuck, Salah? Or Salah, what the fuck, whatever it was. Uh, this is bullshit. One, it's stupid in pre. It, it, it's stupid in regular season. It's even dumber in the preseason. Like, there has to be an understanding of, hey, starters versus starters. Let's not try to injure each other. Like, 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 don't go 100. Let's go 90. You know, maybe the regular season, make a hit like that. It's still inexcusable, but it's less... Or yeah, yeah, but this preseason situation, it's more inexcusable than it would be in the regular season um, because it doesn't count. And and you're hitting a guy two steps after he goes out of bounds. It, it's just it's bush league. And even if it's and if he's not trying to injure the guy, which I don't think he is, he just has some massive, massive brain farts. At sometimes he he really, really does. Um, there's good coverage on this play uh, from from pretty much everybody. You you look at. You look at Bryce Hall, good coverage. You look at Jordan Whitehead, good coverage, good coverage, good coverage. You know, everybody's locked up here. It's it's a great third down for the Jets. Um, they were about to get off the field, and it, it would have been what? It would have been a 52-yard field goal, 50, 53-yard field goal. Like, all do a good job. You have, you have, so you have Bryce Hall, who does a relatively good job staying staying square, Gets kind of a shuffle in, hands on. You have Jordan Whitehead versus, I, I believe that's Goddard, staying square in in coverage, uh, you know, shoulders shoulders over the toes. Gets contact, locked up. You have um, you have the top of the screen right here. You have uh, the this top hat coverage, which is just the, the 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 press man playing the back man, and then and then and then him playing the front. So, um, they, they, you have a good job there. Michael Carter stays square, gets the shuffling, commits, hands on. You have Sauce Gardner who shuffles inside as he releases vertical inside inside of of uh, Michael Carter. Good job by Sauce, um, staying staying balanced, kind of kind of hedging his bets. He's going to take it vertical, and again, if he undercuts him right here and goes to the outside, his momentum. So it, it, he's not he doesn't he's not really carrying any momentum up the field right here or vertically so he could easily flip his flip his hips and, and play underneath right here save sauce there's a good job with his patience get gets hands on great 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 delshawn phillips man coverage hook zone from from quincy williams eventually follows the quarterback everybody does a hell of a job right here third down you have good pressure from the inside from from uh i i, I believe that's it's uh it's Solomon Tom or whoever it is. We'll look in a second. And then Quincy Williams completely fucks up a really good play because 
inexcusable. It's and and to me, okay, you have a mental lapse. You don't read the three to the two, the two to the three that you got to get behind you. You don't man match. You you know you miss a tackle. Okay, I get that stuff. That that's excusable. People screw up, you know, football plays, again, bad angle, whatever it may be. This stuff though is is inexcusable. So, um, you have you know some pressure. It's you know JJ did he did he really did he? This is a great rush. No, it you know hurts just angle out to the outside. So, oh yeah, he, you know he got there. Uh, not really. Nonetheless, uh, he scrambles to the outside. I, I yeah, I'm just being brutally honest. You know, it's not like he he really did anything. Um, gets outside. And let's let's see how bad of a hit this is. One, two, going into his third step, lowers his shoulder, like just absolute bush league. Dumb, dumb. There's no, there's dumb. I have no, I have. There's no place in football for that, um, because that shit has, happens when the regular season Jets lose a game. That's the type of shit that gets you benched. Like, I, I, I was already this. I, I'm already of the mindset right now where Quan Quincy. Um, but I have just for the Jets coaching staff, maybe it's Quincy Kwan because he's younger, you know, uh, you know, waiver wire pickup. He could be a long term piece for the Jets, maybe not as a starter, but as a role player, whatever. Um, but that stuff is gonna get Kwan on the field quick over over Quincy. Kwan should be playing over Quincy, in my opinion, but nonetheless, uh Quincy tackle, he's right here. Um, I guess this is, this is a good play. From him, but nothing could really offset what 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 he did on that on that place. So, one back power right here. Uh, Quincy Williams uh, hesitates. He's just he's he's reading the play. If he's reading, if he's reading this, he sees this double. He sees this this combo um, to the to the thick backer puller. He most likely knows a puller for him, and this is and this is the gap again. Puller drive a car through here. That's most likely where they're going to go. So he flows into that gap. Um, there's a good job trying to squeeze the run, uh, taking that outside shoulder again, create some traffic, get other guys in, involved in the play. Uh, you don't want to spill the run because if you spill the run, you take on the inside shoulder with your outside shoulder. Uh, there's a lot of grass out here. So if anything squeezes the run, uh, when you're taking on that offensive lineman, cause you're not necessarily expecting to just win and blow him up straight up and, and maybe tackle. So again, outside shoulder versus or uh, inside shoulder versus outside shoulder. Good job. But he has the aggression and the physicality taking on that block that he actually stands up the offensive lineman and is able to, to make the tackle on the on the running back. So um, not only is a good is a good patience of reading the reading the play, um, shuffling, getting downhill with with good balance. Again, taking on the block with with aggression, with good leverage. Uh, good job squeezing again, squeezing um, the the run and in terms of how he takes on the block and then standing up and being able to make the tackle. So great great play there, awesome. But uh, guess what? It doesn't matter because of what he did previously. Um, it offsets it to me. Not 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 offsets it. It's that far. The the penalty far outweighs um, that play to me. So he's my second dud of the game. Um, first dud. There probably was players who played worse uh, that I could really really find. But like just expectations on this game. It's 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 Zach Wilson. I'm just, you know let's just let's just be honest. Uh, three for five. You know, he had a nice third down conversion to Conklin. He had a nice throw to Elijah Moore. The scramble that he had overall, it it, it was not it was nice. Obviously, you want to run out of bounds there, but you get injured. Um, you could have run out of bounds, you miss a pass, you throw an interception. Not ideal, right? Like it's he 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 didn't come out and play well and then get injured. He played poorly and he got injured. It was just it was a 
clusterfuck of of misery at the Jets cornerback position this this game. Um, but again, I, it is he is he is number one on the on the list right now, which to me is an over. It's probably an overreaction of my for myself, but I, I'll be transparent about that. But it's really like three plays, right? It's an, it's the side. It's, it's not going out of bounds, which, okay. You know, he, he threw a pick. He's trying to make it up. You know, he wants to look good. Okay. Who really cares about that? It is what it is. It's just his competitive juicing juices flowing. We're not going to get mad at the kid. It's the missed pass because we saw plenty of missed passes last year. And then it was him getting to me a little bit lazy with his, with his eyes um, and throwing a pick to a linebacker, which we saw last year too. So you have two instances and two and two out of his five passes. We were like, Oh shit. It's exactly what we saw last year, which he typically starts slow. It's the first game of the preseason. You know, there could be some yips there. Fine, uh, but not ideal, right? So Wilson missed pass. We're going to go. Uh, he's going to throw to uh, Garrett Wilson right here. Who does a good job on his route? Um, now, just just in, in terms of in terms of the. The route he's short striding, he, he eats up Garrett Wilson, eats up the ground, short strides. Um, and th- he throws a rocker with a one ex- extended one outside of his frame, two. But with that, I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's a route timing thing. I don't know if he's supposed to get to a certain spot, like he had it in his mind. Okay, I have to get the six yards and then cut, whatever it is. But there's a little bit to me, there is a little bit of a I don't know what the delay is in terms of him breaking to the outsider here because he pushes vertical, then breaks off of it. So I'm not sure what that was. In terms of okay, usually say rocker one, two, break and get flat, but he pushes vertical and then breaks. So I think he was thinking he had to get to his spot, whatever it was. Some something odd was there. I'd be curious to ask. Uh, but overall, hell of a job with separation, right? Good route from Garrett Wilson. He's wide open, and Zach Wilson sails the ball five yards over his head. Um, what, now why? It's the it's the it's the feet again. He he. And uh, I know Rich is going to watch this. I'm assuming Rich commented uh, one of the, our big, you know, uh, supporters for the show. He asked about like the yips for Wilson, basically. And to me, it's it is a, it is a confidence thing. He he made these throws at BYU very very easily, even with poor footwork. He overthinks the simple things. Like to, to to him, it's like okay, you know, the excitement of a three point shot. I'm not necessarily necessarily supposed to hit that, so I'll hit it. You know, there's no pressure on hitting that three point shot again, unless you're wide open. But you know what I mean. You get the feel what I'm saying. Three point shot, no pressure. Layups wide open. Oh shit, I can't screw this up. People will talk about if I screw up this layup. Like like that, that to me, like that's what his mindset is at times, and just leads to him missing passes. That paired with footwork, that's that's not ideal here. Um, which we're going to we're going to see. Uh, you want to see, you know, the, the weight transfer it's, it's there from back, from back leg to front leg. The thing with it though, is this foot's too closed off. We want this foot a little bit more open. Um, so that's closed off. So it's not allowing his hips to fully rotate through. Um, and, and with that, we have a foot that's pointed to the sideline. We have an instep that's pointed here. So his, his back foot basically wants to go here, wants to throw the ball here, right? His front foot wants to throw the ball here and they're, and they're not working in unison already. Right. So that so now you so now past that we go into the actual into the actual weight transfer which we want to we want to transfer and and step like almost over and through this throw but he tends to and it could be because his foot this front foot's locked a, l- a little bit it's not allowing the transfer because it's 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 turned too much not allowing his hips to go through so now his hips go, instead of going through and over they go his his back foot kicks backwards so what that does is lock lock it out it locks it out. See the front foot again. You want to rotate and come through that. He rotates it back 
back and over, and that locks out that that front leg. And now you're now you're off balance into that throw. You're not allowing it fully to come through. So the the forework's not not good there. Um, it's not an overemphasized uh, kick with that with that with that back foot. Um, but you'll see it in throws that are a little bit farther down the field where he'll he'll kick it even more. But the forework's not ideal. Misses the pass badly. Not even a little bit, badly. Can't have it. It's not ideal. Like the first pass, you're like, oh, dude, what was that? Really? Like it's preseason. So I get like, okay, first game, yips, whatever. At the end of the day, let's not make excuses. It's preseason. You got to hit the fucking pass, right? Sorry. Let's be honest. You can't have it. Um, Wilson interception. Okay. Uh, so let's watch. There's a couple of, couple different things, but I kind of have my mindset. To me, it's laziness. Um, it's a brain fart, which is, is, is almost better, I guess. Um, but quickly what happens to me here is they, they, they just run this, this, um, this stick concept where you have, you have, you have a sit, you have a sit and then you have a flat. Um, and Wilson goes to read the flat. He sees this this like this apex defender um widening out. So when he widens, he assumes that Corey Davis is going to sit down and be open, but you have to check the linebacker. Like if if any if anything, he's starting from vertical, throw this, get a couple of yards. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, but I'm I'm okay. Okay, you want to get some extra yardage, you know, as soon as he expands, you you check the linebacker real quick, you fire it in there, but you you have to be cognizant of the the linebacker. Wilson reads the apex, sees him expanding, goes to throw it, and never checks the linebacker. He never sees him. So I'm hoping it's laziness more than just not knowing where where a linebacker is 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 going to be or supposed to be. Because um, at first it looked like cover three to me when I was watching it initially on film. I was like, okay, they were just disguising. He expanded into the flat, but then past that, okay, you know, you see, you see, man, you have man, 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 hook. So the hook defender, also, it's not like he necessarily, people are like, oh, Zach Wilson stared down. Zach Wilson didn't stare down. He stared down this side of the field because that's what he's reading. So his eyes are going to take the hook defender to this way. So it's not like he's looking, it's not like it, it was not as bad as him looking at Davis, looking at Davis, looking at Davis, throwing it. That was not it. To me, what I see is him looking to the flat, seeing the apex expand, assuming that the inside is going to be open um, because they're both high. And never looking at the linebacker. So looking to the flat, looks to the apex, looks to Davis. Flat, or sorry, flat, apex, Davis. That's what it looks like to me. We'll look from the other view. But it's, it's again, it's really, it's, it's hard to tell exactly when they're really like in a close area, but uh, that's typically how you'd see this red and handled in that situation. Again, never checks the linebacker. He never looks there. Not once. So you're so gotta go through your reads more. And like to me, it's like he's he's processing it quickly, but it's just a brain fart. Like it's it's the easy things are too complicated for him sometimes, and the hard things are too easy for him sometimes. So and you saw him on the sideline. I think I think he said, you know, excuse my friend, I think he said, God fucking damn it, or something like that. Like he was he was definitely pissed. You cannot have that. And to me, like it's it's the preseason. You have a cover one hole versus a a stick concept. It's very very simple, very very simple. Um, there's not really much to this. So 
I am really hoping, and again, we can't necessarily get into his mind. I'm hoping it's more of a brain fart and being lazy and assuming, um, and not and not checking it. Because if 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 it's the other way around, it might be a little bit more concerning. Um, so he he reads at apex and just assumes that's that, that was dumb slash lazy. Wilson injury. Uh, I'm not gonna like highlight it too 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 much. Now, obviously, with this being said, if there was some better protection right here, they run another one of these Yankee concepts, and Moore is in a spot where Wilson can get this to him for for sure. So, um, but with that being said, there is some there is some pressure off the right side. Adoga, uh, again, Wilson could have easily ran out of bounds and hyperextends his knee. You have the uh, play action, which is not not sold very well. Uh, it's not it's not the worst worst scene, but it's not it's not great. Um, we have. We have Max Mitchell who gets splashed right here. We want to see a little bit more aggressive hands. He, he comes from from low and wide, gets splashed. He never able to control the chest of seventy five or or you know get in front of seventy five with his with his with his feet. Gets beat cleanly. Wilson realizes it. Good job. Uh, just noticing the angle of the defensive lineman. You know he's really good at that. A little bit of Houdini action, getting out. Now again, easily, very easily could have ran out of bounds here, but he just threw a pick and he wants to make a play right. And if and honestly, if he breaks it, if he didn't hurt himself right here. He probably runs for however many more yards, a lot more. Um, but you see it, you see it right there. He just out, too far outside of his frame, and it, it just and it buckles. Yeah, it buckles. So that's why he fell right there. Um, unfortunate. Thought he tore his ACL. He didn't. Thank God. Thank God. That's it. Three plays for Wilson out of five. Um, again, the miss. Is bad. Is that that's even more concerning than a pick? The pick to me was lazy or was a brain fart. I he's he's smarter than that to me uh, to to make that play. So got to check that linebacker. Um, now we'll move into the good of the offense and the good of the defense because again the Jets won. This is this is the, where the more of the the bulk of the show comes from. Uh, I recorded fifty eight plays. This is the backups. This always concerns me because if I record fifty eight plays. And there's guys who I've never heard of playing offensive lineman, defensive lineman, linebacker, all this stuff. What am I going to do when it's the starting players the entire game, not not just the backups? And then on top of that, we have 30 plays, 30 passes from Zach Wilson, not five. Uh, that's when reviews get to 80 plays, 90 plays. I'm here for three hours. Nonetheless, good from the offense. Again, this is no specific order. Just good in general. Write it down, whatever. There's, I, I'm not the most organized person in the world. I'm not going to rank you know, one through 10 best players. Good from the offense. Chris Strebler. The quarterback who's been bouncing around, I think he played at the CFL or the XFL or whatever it was. A um, little bit, of, he's been bouncing around a ton. Six for nine, 62 yards, two touchdowns. I have two plays from him. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, and we'll talk about it with some other guys, trust me, um, where I feel like whether it be on this show or the live stream, like people are like, oh, this guy played great. And I like, then I crush their dreams. <laughs> But um, or maybe maybe they know, but like Lawrence Cager's getting hype. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Does he deserve it? No. Uh but so it's kind of the same thing with Shoveler. Shoveler, you know, he went through his reads quickly, he scrambled. That's good. Did he did he play amazingly in terms of throwing a football? No, not at all. But he still deserves to be to be highlighted. He had, he had a good game. Like I'm much more comfortable with let's give Shreveler a shot on the pre on the, on the practice squad over giving uh uh Garrett Wilson or not Garrett Wilson, Jesus. Um, Mike White, a spot on the active roster. Sorry, I don't know. Hold on. 
I apologize because okay. There we go. I thought I'm expanding this this, this screen. Um, Shreveler throw, Charles drop. All that says is okay. He's flexed out wide. Um, he's throwing a fade to him. Whether whether it be they, they it's it's like a check with me type of deal. It's a tight it's a tight box. They see man coverage. They're gonna throw it. If not, they're gonna run it. Whatever it may be. He ends up throwing a fade to um to char. What is it, Irwin? I think it's Irwin char, uh, Charles who is not gonna make the team. I'm sorry. Maybe he makes a practice squad. Um, but it's a it's a good pass from from Strevler on the fade. Could have had it a little bit more to the outside, but it gives him a chance. It's hot. It's just out of the reach of the of the. Uh, uh, the DB. So I'm probably being a little bit nitpicky with, okay, maybe a little bit more to the outside. It's pretty much a perfect, a perfect pass. Charles has it in his hands. Um, try uh, and is not able to secure it through the ground. It's just, dude, you had it in your hand. You turned away from the ground and it, it pops the ball out like that. That's a play you need to make. Um, he's not able to. So good, good throw by Strebler. Like this is, this is probably his best throw of the night. Uh, and Unfortunately, it is it is dropped. So, is what it is, but worth highlighting, right? You know, it's a good it's a good throw by him. We give him some recognition. You know, I'm not going to highlight every single play he made because a lot of them were one involved in the plays. I'll show you in the future, and two, relatively simple that I don't think need breaking down or anything like that. Uh, Strevler or, or or talking about or to be talked about. Strevler scramble right here. He's reading the left side of the field. Um, sees nothing open. You know, and it's a good job. It's a good job processing it if if he's reading vertical to flat because he's over the top. Okay, on a on a corner route, so he's probably not going to win there. So he's going to come off of that read, look towards the flat, come off of that, look to the flat. He's over top of it. Okay, nothing's open. Heel that the pocket's open. Take it. You know, first read, second read, nothing's open. Go. Like that's that's fine for a quarterback who is not even taking team reps. Like he's he, he hasn't been taking snap and team. Uh, to this point, and now now he saw the reps of the day because of this perform, uh, performance. So hell of a job by him, you know. Uh, again, to me, reads vertical. No, goes to the flat. Sees this over the top. Nope, don't want to throw that again. Feel that lane, and uh, scramble for how many yards did he pick up? Let's let's just say it's at the forty. A little bit past the forty, but five, ten, fifteen, twenty. You know, 23 yards ish. It's a good play. Simple, but but again, we'll highlight it. Um, Garrett Wilson, I put in the good from the offense, two receptions, 25 yards. The one play he ran a slant uh versus off coverage, so it was a relatively simple route. He was wide open and it, he wasn't targeted. Um, so he could have easily had a touchdown this game as well. He had the nice route that I showed you before where Garrett Wilson or, or where Zach Wilson overthrew him. So he could have had four catches for I I, I don't know. 40 yards, one touchdown if his quarterbacks just hit him, but unfortunately they didn't. So Garrett Wilson catch, uh, bottom screen here. It's, and I, I said this on Twitter, I, uh, cause I saw Garrett Wilson do it. I saw Mims do it. I saw, I saw a couple of other receivers do it. I can almost guarantee that miles Austin has emphasized, maybe not miles Austin, but at least another receivers coach has emphasized push buys a lot on like backbreaking routes, whether that be, you know, sit, stop, sit and stop at the same sit, stop, curl, uh, come back. Like all that's all, all those having back breaking routes. I think they're emphasizing the push by. So right here, uh, with Garrett Wilson versus, versus press man coverage comes off the ball. Um, just he, initially he just eats up some ground to the, um, uh, to the, um, cornerback. 
And when he goes to come off the ball to, to me, he comes a little bit high. So we, we want to watch him being too high right here, but he, he raises up and he kind of shortens his stride right here because the, the cornerback doesn't back up. So I think if the cornerback backs up, he probably takes it more of an extended stride. So he's reading, he's, he's coming up high. He's reading the cornerback again, shortens his stride a little bit, almost works as like a two-step release where it's just one, two and come off the ball. One, two, just two step. That's it. That's, that's what I call it. Just, just the two step one, two. We have, we have, we have, we have uh, stretches. We have uh, skips and hops and power skips and all this stuff. When it's as simple as this, based on this footwork, it's a two-step. And again, I like the reducing the footwork, reducing that foot. You don't want to close too much ground right there because if he closes too much ground with that stride, so let's say, let's say he doesn't kind of pull up on that and he's right here. Let's say that foot lines about right there. This foot still has to come up to break to the outside. So he has to be cognizant of that. You want to break to the outside off the inside step, the ins- the outside foot to go inside. Um, so you cannot bring that foot too much up. So it's a good job shortening that stride, coming up, breaking to the outside, gets to his his break point, sees that Flacco's looking at him, and obviously he's going to sit it down anyway. Now we're going to see him sit it down. He uses, you're going to see his right hand right here. Push by, push by. The 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 the, uh, the corner. So you're gonna see again. Uh, right hand pushes them, and you're gonna see left hand extend too. And as long as there's not massive extension, you know he's he's not completely like shoving a guy out of the way. It's not they're not gonna call it. If, if it's a tight little one two, not gonna call it. Um, but it's really good. It's it's it, the the route. The release is is decent. You know, again, I, I would just watch getting really high like this because if you're if you're this high, there are guys who are going to see that your body language come up, and they know you're not going to be able to break quickly, and they're going to jam the shit out of your chest. So you got to watch that. But I do like again just just the feeling out of this route with a two step release, the first the first stride not being so long uh, to put himself in a bad situation, getting that second foot, that second or the the inside step up to to break. Yeah. Uh, and then gets to get gets to the break point, push by to create that separation, catch, good job. Fight for some extra yards. We like that. So that was play 17 for number 17. Play 24. Uh, another play. And obviously he went out relatively early in the game because they don't want to risk him, him being injured. But good, good de- debut uh, or debut for uh Garrett Wilson. So he's right here. Bottom of the screen. Um so now he's playing. He's like some some soft coverage, and this is for the people who like. Oh, play action doesn't affect which I, I don't. I don't give a shit about the numbers. I really, I really couldn't care any less because there's no there's no statistical difference when teams run play action versus not running play action. It affects it affects the play. It does. It very much does, and you can see it right here. So don't give me that bullshit. I hate that. So running the ball does set up play action, which does have the passing game to me, and I, I'll I'll live and die by that. That's and that's what the Jets want to do. They want to run the ball to set up play action, but it doesn't work apparently to some people. Uh, because because no, these guys are supposed to be there. So Garrett Wilson works into massive space because the linebackers got sucked up by play action, what it's supposed to do and what it does do. Um, he stems vertically. Again, the corner's playing off, so it's it's a pretty easy break for him. Break probably can see him lean into that break a little bit more. Drive line again, it's wide open, so he can round it out. The thing I will note about this is the catch. 
we, I, I want to see him more consistently. He, he has to attack the ball better, more consistently. Like you see Elijah more run through catches. Garrett Wilson, there definitely is times, and you, you see some focus drops and stuff like that with, with this is we see him leap into, into catches where he leaps and body catches. This is not always ideal over the middle. Um, now, if you're bracing for a hit, okay, it's 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 ideal, and maybe we can give him the benefit of the doubt and saying, oh, well, maybe he thought there was a safety there, and he wanted to he, he wanted to to protect himself. But we want to see him attack the ball a little bit better, not always leave his feet to to catch the ball. So, just a note, because um, we saw that some in his uh, what was that the gauntlet drill or whatever it is at the uh, the, the combine. People are like he's jumping a lot in his catches. Like yeah, he kind of does that, which is not always ideal. Um. Continuing with the good from the offense, P. Ryan, uh, five rushes, 51 yards. I have three plays from P. Ryan that we will watch. Um, okay, P. Ryan run right here. Uh, you know, so... Again, I'm I'm always going to be brutally honest with you guys. You you guys know that. Uh, and there's going to be players who play better than you think they do, and I'm going to say, or, or, or there's going to be players who you think play bad. I'm going to say they play better than you think they did, or guys who played worse, um, or guys who played you got who you guys think played great, and I'm going to say they played worse than you think. I, I think one of those guys, for a positive example, is people shit on Max Mitchell. I actually was relatively impressed by Max Mitchell. I wasn't blown away, but I didn't think he played terribly for for his first preseason game. So there's one. People say he played bad. There's your bone. P Ryan. Uh, you know, I, I think he played, he played solidly, but people are saying like, he's, you know, one of the stars of the game. I don't know about that. Uh, they run a tight inside zone. You have, again, he works back to this guy because there's no threat here. So there's no, there's no point of him, him, him working here. The thing that Dan Feeney has to do here is he, he, he wants to, he wants to check the shoulder just to make it easier for Mitchell to, to get that positional leverage in front of him. So again, just pop up that shoulder the best he can. But with that being said, because this linebacker is tight, he cannot overcommit to this this first level block because he needs to get to this linebacker because he's he's so far this this defensive lineman is so far cheating to to Max Mitchell's side where he's going to reach him. It's not a true combo block where they figure it out. Um, he's going to cheat to overtake. He has to pop up outside shoulder and climb. Uh, Feeney overcommits to the first level. Overcommits, so he got to play long. You, you, this is he completely reaches for that. That's that's bad play by Feeney. Never is able to get up to thirty right. So that's a bad start. Um, the rest of the offensive line does a pretty good job. He climb or uh, P Ryan obviously, you know, attacks the wide open part of the defense, pushes up the field, pushing up the field. Okay, you know, notices just based on his 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 eyes and his body language where his eyes are. This guy is scraping across the top. This guy is more inside leverage of me. I'm gonna cut to the outside. Cuts to the outside. Now he notices this block. Or, or this or this block taking place him over the top of the outs with the inside half free um with whoever this offensive lineman is uh pushing him vertically pushing him vertically so he undercuts that good good ball protection and in traffic two hands in the ball works up the field now could he you know now in space could he have played this a little bit better um, yeah, you know, just in terms of him stemming this to the outside and then cutting inside with a little bit more like spatial awareness, because there's no reason when you're in this much space for him to have to cut off the back and kind of take his momentum away off that receiver block. So he doesn't set that block up the best right there. Uh, 
and he continues vertical for a couple of extra yards. So it's it's a good run. This is this is a good run. Take up the middle, see the linebacker, see him scraping over the top, cut to the left, see if there's anything else there. Notice this block quickly. Cut your run even more flat to get underneath of that. Good ball, good ball security there. Um, now again with here, we want to see him be in more control, right? You know, if you're gonna push him to the outside, which he does because he doesn't want him to be inside inside here. But what you have to do is at this point push to the outside, but you have to be more control of your feet. So, and, and how do you get that with shorter strides, right? So we, we need to see shorter strides as they press to the outside. That step is l- way too big, way too big. You're covering two, three yards there. You, I think one of the best guys in the league at cutting on a dime for even, even with his size is Nick Chubb. Like Nick Chubb can be at the 30 and cut at the 30 and a half yard line and, and, and jump cut like two yards laterally. Um, this is not a good cut just in terms of how he sets it up again, kind of takes his momentum away. Not the biggest deal in the world, but it's a note. And then, uh, lowers his shoulder. So good run by P Ryan. 47. P Ryan run. Okay. Right here. This is a good one. Um, relatively simple, but a good one. So, and again, a lot, a lot of these offensive linemen, I'm sorry, guys, like, do, do you, like, at the end of the day, I, I kind of know what it is, like, skill position play, guys, they're a little bit more sexy to watch, like, you'll, you much rather watch a play, a sexy play from Tyreek Black, than, than whoever 62 is, whoever 64 is, the 72, Isaiah Williams, like, I, I, I just, I don't care about the back of offensive linemen too much, so, so I'm not gonna highlight them too, too much, uh, but, nonetheless, Isaiah Williams actually does a really good job right there. <laughs> Speaking of Isaiah Williams, pop up that out to shoulder climbing. That's a good block by Isaiah Williams. Hell of a block by Isaiah Williams. So highlight him real quick. Uh, Nate Herberg is, is in the game too at center. He played some center. He played some left guard, I believe. Um, but Piran gets the ball mid zone. Uh, what ends up happening is 64 over commits to the, to the, to the first level uh, allows a penetration to the B gap. So we're not going to get into it crazily, but simply that's what it is. Over commits. He penetrates the B gap. P. Ryan is is reading that as he takes the ball. Uh, typically, with that mid zone, you're going to go outside. Outside stays outside. You're going to then you're going to the inside read. So you're reading the inside, you're reading the B gap, reading that bubble. What does he see? This. Uh, you're not cutting there, right? So so simply, as he's getting the ball, he gears down. So it's a good it's a good job. You you see him process that as he's as he's as he's running. So you see he he comes up, sees it, comes up, break. So you have to make the reads as reading the ball as well. So hell of a job reading it, break, drop his hips, instep, kind of double taps off that front, off that off that stop step, stop, stop, explode. Again, why does he do that? Because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to overstride himself into in, into the offensive line. So instead of going one, two. Three, he goes one, one, or 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 one, three. He skips that second step. But he needs to do that because he can't all of his momentum is taking him into that step. It's hard for him to stop and break. So he stops, then breaks, but it's a hop step. Basically. So good job. Angles to the outside. There's there's some there's some bad pursuit there from uh was that 75? Whoever this is, he he that's that's not you know not a good job by him right there, but nonetheless, Piron takes advantage of it. Good job by him um, on that play. Next play, P. Ryan run. 
Okay. Son of a bitch. I keep freaking trying to expand it. I try to expand it and I'm clicking the the my the Google Doc I have up and then the the, the screen is disappearing. I don't have to go find it again. P Ryan run. Okay, let's watch. The only guys we really care about who are gonna make a team right here are 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 Herbig, maybe Cager if you want to argue practice squad. I really don't think he's gonna be the fourth tight end, but nonetheless. I guess he could be, right? Yeah, I, I just wouldn't. I would I wouldn't I personally wouldn't think so. So Herbert does a good job climbing to the second level. Um, they have another tight, another tight zone here, tight inside zone split. And you know, what ends up happening is Isaiah Williams, like we want to, we want he, again, I, I want to be pretty simple with these guys. Uh, we wanted him to take the fight a little bit more to the defensive lineman. He instead of zone stepping, he kind of throws that drop step, um, which is good. Like he has his positional leverage, that's cool. But you also want to have positional leverage while creating some physical leverage too. Like you, you want to you want to drive him, you know, a little bit. Again, the tighter the run inside zone, tight zone versus outside zone, mid zone, it becomes a little bit more about about actual physical leverage and getting under a guy and driving him instead of positional, where you just want to be in front of him. So we want to see some movement um, from Isaiah Williams. Doesn't happen, is what it is. But it's kind of right in his track, so he has to make a decision really quickly. Again. When you when you when you he has a positional leverage, when you create no vertical distance, you're forcing his read early. Where if he was to push him a little bit vertically, he could string it out a little bit and read it, but you're forcing it very early. Um, this would be a very hard track from the to the outside. So P Ryan's decision is made for him. Good job cutting inside of that. Um and um as he comes into another contact window with 98, uh Getting two hands on the ball, pushing past the arm tackle, driving his feet, lowering his shoulder—you know, picking up, uh, picking up a couple of yards. So it's not the craziest run that you ever seen in the world, but it's a good job cutting inside of it. Um, ball security, pushing through some tackles—you know, being decisive there. I like the decisiveness from uh, from P Ryan on that on that play. Uh, the next I have, which to, to be honest, it probably wasn't even really good. It, it was just it was just very whatever. Um, so some guys like I'm not going to put 53 guys on these lists and do everybody. Some guys just don't deserve mentioning the game. Uh, Brees Hall, kind of one of those five for 15. Wasn't a lot of room to run in. I have one play of him, um, which, to, to you know, it's kind of good and it's kind of bad. This is this is a Saquon Barkley-esque run. Uh, I be- So I should have wrote this down, but I believe this is like a third and one or a third and two. This is a short yard situation. So Brees Hall on this play wants to just pick up a yard or two. Um, which ideally we need to do. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is okay. Yeah. So it's a four. It's, it's like a third and one, right? It's on. You can't see the, 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 uh, the down, but I'm, I'm like very, very sure it's third and one third and two, something like that. Um, actually, let me just say, Yeah, it's 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 one yard. Okay, so it's one yard. So they run a um they run another tight zone right here. A, a a weak a weak tight zone. So his read is going to be uh 90, which I believe is Davis, right? Davis, he has outside leverage on that B gap. You're not gonna stack that B gap, so he's gonna take it vertical. Now again, when when he's taking now when he's taking your vertical, notices okay, more pressure here. So he's gonna cut the run back even farther, cuts the run back even farther. This relationship again, you know, you have, you have guys scraping over the top, just keep cutting the run back, right? So he cuts the run back. 
Now, the thing is, though, he cuts the run back. He only needs to get to, to, to this yard marker. You have blocked, blocked guy high. Listen, I get the sexiness. Okay, okay, he bounced around the run outside and got more yardage from a consistency down-to-down base uh, basis processing standpoint. He needs to lower his helmet right here and just get the first down. That's the, that's the best play. Um, again, I would hear the argument he bounced outside, got more got more yards, but um, I will never agree with with the process there over just getting the first down. So at this point, he needs to understand yard and yard and uh, down and distance right here instead of picking up the big game. Get the first down, put your head down. Um, that's the best play possible. But he's looking for he's looking for um, the home run shot a little bit. Uh, again, gets a little bit lucky that 59 is not able to gear down and, and get to the uh, get to the outside. But Conklin does a good job just maintaining contact. Uh, he, Conklin has good grip, grip strength. He's not always in ideal leverage situations, but his grip strength is good. He always stays on blocks. So uh, cuts to the outside. Again, maybe he just feels the momentum of him going inside, so he cuts to the outside of it where it's a one-on-one with a DB. He flattens out. Flattens out. Stiff arm. Just tiniest of stiff arms right there. And I think I said that in his review. Maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. But I said in his review, he's not the biggest stiff armor. He's a very light stiff armor where he takes away like 5% of the momentum, which makes him just fall slightly short. Um, instead of like Derrick Henry, like, you know, freaking stiff, stiff arm the shit out of a guy, make him do a 360 in the air and a backflip. Like he doesn't do that. He just kind of like almost just like taps guys light. <clears throat> Widens, get it, gets outside of him uh, and ends up picking you know, up extra yards. He probably picks up an extra five yards than he would have. But to me, the better process is I like this process, you know, the flow to the, to the play side, cut it back. Okay, cool. There's a lot of room right there to pick up a first down here, here needs to do it. His momentum's already taken a little bit outside, but he, he needs to plant that right foot and just go up, go up the field. Watching those guys cut all the time makes me just like, it's like, I don't know. It makes me feel like I, I should almost tear my ACL. Like I like I'm I'm freaking you have a puppy, you're running around with a puppy in the backyard when he juiced the shit of you. Like I make some cuts from like, whoa, like I get up, I'm like, holy shit, I my leg just like freaking twisted. Like I, I just such a simple play that Zach Wilson hurts himself on that wasn't even like a crazy cut. Like it just it's just like it wasn't even that crazy. Uh it's such bad luck. You're such bad luck. Who who else does that happen to? Um so Brees. Uh, Cager, two receptions, 40 yards. People, okay, he had a great game, all this stuff. One of his catches, slider out, which is just like that. They're, they're, they're basically going to, which it doesn't always have to be from this, but you're typically going to see a team run like a, a inside zone and you have that sifter. So you have the running back, you have, you have Cager, he blocks the backside end. And then instead of blocking the backside end, well, a lot of what those teams do with these West Coast teams or just even zone teams with, with sifters, they run play action, sifter, Oh, Sifter doesn't block the D end. He just goes out for a route. That's all it is. Um, he got he had two catches off of wide open slide routes, which one he he caught and ran for like 20 extra yards, which again, great. He ran to the open field. I'm just gonna be honest. Um, and then the one play I'm gonna show, or the the one play I'm, that I'm going to show is it was a lucky catch. Um, again, you guys, some of you are gonna hate it's, I, I know I know most of you guys who watch this stuff now, especially the especially the film shows, you guys like it to be told how it is some people in the live stream get a little bit butthurt because they're just here for the live streams um but i'll always have i'll always have film i'll always have proof of what i'm saying that's that's a that's a benefit right i'm just make shit up and regurgitate what i've heard from anybody else literally anybody else so 
And this is the play that Denzel Mims, uh, it was in legal formation. I forget exactly why. I, I think he lined up on the line of scrimmage and he was supposed to line up off the line of scrimmage, um, but in a legal formation, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But we have in legal formation. We have Cage right here who stays in to, to, to chip and then releases and 58 just stays with him. Now, people remember this play fondly, like, oh, my, you know, great play by him. And, you know, it, it was Mims's fault. And, and this was a hell of a contested catch. This was pretty much as lucky as you can get. I'm not going to lie. So let's so let's watch the hands, right? It's important because you're you're going to consistently catch the ball outside of your frame, inside your frame, whatever, with your hands. You're not going to rely on a ball just hitting you in the chest and falling in there, right? So, you know, good job attacking the attacking the ball and and, and kind of coming over the top there. Cool, but right hand, right? You see the right hand, black, right hand, black. I'm not. It's, it's his glove colors too, people. Don't be freaking stupid. But both hands really, really wide. The ball. Slips directly into his chest. Never even gets close to one of his hands. You you black glove, black glove. Not even close to the ball. The ball lands into his chest. Lands into his chest. Then he traps it and falls down. Is that a replicatable play? It's not. It's it, it's it's a very very lucky contested catch that didn't count anyway because of Mims. So when you think when you hear people, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, whether it be me, whoever else, I don't want to shit on other live streamers or anything like that. But you're gonna hear hell of a contested catch. Was it? Was it really? No, it, it definitely, definitely was not. But people aren't gonna watch that, you know. And it's a sit, and like that's the thing. Like, okay, are people gonna know what a dart run is or a pin and a pin and pull or a fold or all the techniques we talk about or certain releases? No, I get that. But when it comes to stuff as simple as okay, where were his hands? That that's lazy to not know that to me, you know. Um, so past that, Cager Mims, I put in here as the good. To be honest, I put him as good. I think coaching staff overall it was, it was bad. So I'm saying good right now, but I'm gonna say to the coaching staff he had a bad game. All right, so he had a couple of he had a couple of um good plays overall, but when you have a couple of good plays and then we see a pre snap penalty and then we see a drop. They they offset so they, actually it's 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 even more weight on okay you you dealt with all that shit last year drops pre snap pre snap penalties let's eliminate them this year and he, he comes back in in limited reps in both and I believe he was a seventh receiver out there you saw Jeff Smith and I think Jeff Smith and there's another receiver maybe it was Tyreek Black who got reps over him so does he even make the team you know you, you, based on him coming in late. And having penalties, can you say it was a successful a successful game? Now, individually on some snaps, he had some good reps, which we'll talk about. But um, let's let's watch actually. So, uh, Mims he had two receptions, uh, twenty five yards, and he had a penalty for an illegal formation, which eliminated a sixteen yard gain to Cager, and he had a drop. I have five plays of Mims, which again, some of them are good, but at the same time, when you have you know two or, you know one step forward, two steps back with Mims in this game. You can't have the you can't have the penalty pre snap, and and what's the excuse going to be now? Oh well, you know he got he lost some sleep last night, and uh, and you know so that's 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 why I got a pre snap penalty. Uh, we we have to expect him in the future to get better sleep. Like I'm I'm sure that's what we're going to hear from some Mims people. Can't do it. This is not a good play to me. A eh route. So he's running vertically, and whether it be just a, a, a true fade or just a, or it turns into a fade kind of because he gets pressed to the sideline. I could tell you it's not a good release for him to start below the numbers 
or are pretty tight to below the numbers and end up all the way to the sideline like the sideline like he is you're really putting your your and people say oh it's a bad throw by by white which it, it kind of is but you're giving white a very small window to work in to get this pass to you because his release he didn't do anything he just spe- he, he, well I guess we can say he 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 shuffled the release to an outside release, which if you're trying to create room for yourself outside, makes no sense. So the the idea of the release outside to go outside doesn't make much sense. You have the DB who plays it pretty conservatively, uh, matches it vertically, squeezes him to the sideline, gets hands on, um, and yeah, maybe he makes this 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 catch like you could see some of the athleticism here, extending for the ball, etc. You see the length, but that that release was was not good. A lot of wasted movement right here. Um, and again, he he pretty much ran himself into being squeezed to the sideline. So. Um, yes. Actually, give me two seconds. All right, continuing on. Um, that was play, what, 25, yeah. Uh, play 30. I just had to. I, I completely forgot the Jets were practicing, and I just refreshed my page and just read all that stuff and just just... Every single tweet, I'm just hopefully no injury. That's all I really care about. Just injury, 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 injury. Especially at this point in the year. Do I really care what happens in practice? Not really. Uh, Mims route. Okay. Uh, top of the screen here. I believe this is a good one for Mims. That's so that this is this is actually a a good route. Um so Mims, you're seeing you're seeing a, one. The drive phase right here, he's really selling that. Like he's really pushing vertically right there. So I like, I like that. Um, pushes vertical, breaks to the breaks to the outside. He's just running a corner route underneath or over top of a of a flat. So we we have a flat seven. It's it's a really simple high high low read. Um, and right here, I think he notices, and you're gonna see him cut his route short. He wants to get to a point to cut outside. He notices that the that the cornerback is playing high, so he doesn't want to fight to get over the top he's gonna t- he's gonna take too many steps and it's gonna be uh the time is gonna be bad um and he doesn't want to cut into the into the corner so takes it vertical again good job selling the drive phase which which you know most likely results in him getting into a shuffle a little bit more than he wants to necessarily breaks to the breaks to um towards his upfield shoulder Okay, because he doesn't like he, he's running vertical right here. He doesn't want to completely run vertical and then break to the outside because there's gonna be too much horizontal r- distance for that uh between them where he can recover. So he takes it vertical, then you're gonna see him break it a little bit more towards him right there. Again, to press vertical, but a little bit closing a little more ground horizontal because he wants to get outside. So now and um with that break, break, or sorry, sorry, stop. Break drive line. And he does a good job. It's it's this is this is a good this is a good route. Again, dry phase is there. He's 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 com- he's coming off the ball um pretty quickly there. Uh again, hell of a job with his angles, his second angle right there, uh working towards the corner. Um this this step is is you know relatively good. He's not he's not like really over over lunging into it. Gets over his toe again. It's not the best break I've ever seen, but it's it's not a bad stop step. So stop, break, drive, and now he crosses his face with physicality. Some hands right there, and if the ball was was in a good spot, 
he catches this ball. Now, is it wide open? No, but it's not a bad route by Mims. It's actually, again, I think it's pretty good. Um, quickly here, Max Mitchell, we need to see him be a little bit more, take his feet with him in the block. So we have Yaboa, who does a good job chipping right there. Uh, I don't know if I shout Yaboa in this in this game too much, but he actually did a decent job blocking um, more than I thought he would. But uh, Mitchell right here, he just got chipped. Take advantage of that. Close some ground, grab him, get close. You know, get that quarter turn and and just and just ride out that block. Uh, instead, he kind of allows him to 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 keep distance. And then punches, but he punches as he's retreating. Not a strong punch. Um, so now he's off balance. So bad punch. Off balance allows pressure. So White gets hit, but um, it's it's a it's a it's a decent it's a solid route from from Mims right there. Again, uh, we need we need a uh, we need a uh, Max Mitchell to dictate a little bit more right there and not punch without his feet. Next play for Mims thirty six. Um, Mims catch, uh, top screen here. I think this one's relatively simple to be honest, but top of the screen right here. And some of these plays are not going to be the most, the, the most, uh, whatever the most breakdown. So he just, he's, he's running a, a, a corner and he stems to the outside and the corner just allows him to have the outside. The corner flips his hips and just allows him literally gives him outside leverage. Mims takes advantage of it and cut. Cuts outside, break, drive line, again on a corner out. So he's taking a little bit more vertical. Comes up, attacks, comes back, comes back to the ball. You know, attacks the ball, gets feet and bounds. It's very, very simple because the corner played it pretty bad. Um, but we can see the pacing to the route, right? The you know he's good, he's good pace right there. Doesn't lose speed, finds the ball, attacks it, gets feet and bounds. Cool. Um, Offensive line wise, the thing that we're noticing, I, I you know, again, we're watching Max Mitchell for the most part. Um, carrying over from college, his feet are way too high, low, high, low, high, low. His feet need to be more smooth and low. His, his feet are can be clunky. So why? But while his feet are sometimes fast and good, there is the 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 smacking too much, which does not allow him to uh, change direction as as quickly as he should be able to. So, want to improve the feet a little bit with Mitchell there. Um, anything else really that stands out? No. Good job by Herbig. You're saying Herb, sorry, Herbig, the left guard. Uh, left hand drag, right hand overlap. Getting hands on, activize, looking to the second level, activize, looking to the outside. I like that from Herbig. Catch, good job by Mims, tucking it. Cool. Next play. Uh, first down, this is a play I put up on Twitter. Another push by right here versus the, uh, the corner with uh, no man's land inside leverage. Mims Mims speed releases. There's there's nothing there's nothing to this release. Um, he just gonna set it down at the at the, at the uh, past the sticks and takes it vertical with good speed, good explosion off the ball, which opens up the corner's hips. And now again, just threatening to the outside with that burst off the line. The corner is going to open up. What does that do? That's taking his momentum this way. It's pushing it this way, which I could wish I could draw lines. It's pushing it that way. So now the push by, um. Is just pushing the the corner where he's already going. So good, good again, good speed into that release. Go to sit it down, left hand onto the back, push him by, sit it down. And again, that forces him forward while it's also using again 
like I always say, pushing off a pool if you're trying to you're trying to win a race. You know, you're you're pushing out that pool, you're, or you're you're running away from somebody. You're you're trying to turn that corner really quick, and there's a pull there. You grab that pull to turn. It's the same type of deal. Pushes off. Good hands catch. Turn up field. That's this is a this is a this is a very good play for Mims. This is what I want to see. I want to see this. I want to see the corner route. I want to see the catch on the sideline without false starts, without drops. We cannot have that because Mims is going to be a guy who needs to be reliable. You can't see a guy like Mims who let's again, let's be fair. He's he's wide receiver five at best. This this at least to start the year. Maybe if he dominates, he's wide receiver four, you know. But to start the year, he's wide receiver five at best. He's gonna see five, ten reps, maybe a game. They can't have him playing five reps, two being good two being and then two one's a drop and one's a penalty you you can't have the volatility there with a backup he needs to be consistent so it's a good first down for mims right there um next where where's the next uh mims play 42 okay 42 mims drop this is gonna be simple it's a drop we don't really have to highlight a lot he's right here in the bottom of the screen which by the way the new hookup we ha- i i and people are gonna ask and this is this is strict film i can't i can't give to anybody 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 <laughs> so um which is it's it's awesome because it's coming out earlier than the regular stuff comes out um so that's going to save me a lot of time because typically games are sunday i'm waiting till like tuesday morning for the film this shit is out like the next couple of hours so it's really going to help me out during the season that and i can go back to the old way of watching sideline view end zone view broadcast view back to back to back and i can look up players again like it's so so clutch so um i'm very happy with the with that uh development for me watching film big big relief like it, okay like even like little stuff like and just you know who, who, you know you guys probably don't care but i care a lot like watching jacob martin on certain plays uh like the, he okay we you know week week two 2020 i'm watching his game and it says he plays 50 percent of the snaps on pro football reference um but i have to watch all the snaps to see where he is now with this new stuff, I could search Jacob Martin and play every play he was in that game. It'll sort it out for me where I don't have to click through the plays where he didn't play. So it saves me so much time, so much time for the guys who are more reserve players. Dropper right here, Mims outside. Uh, to me, it's a lack of concentration, and he's he's looking to run before before he brings in the ball. It's as simple as that. It's really not worth highlighting that, and his hands are not the best in terms of like his the placement of them. Eh, they're not not bad. They're a little wide right there. So instead of catching the nose, he catches the midpoint of the ball, which is you need like that buffer period. So when you when you catch the nose of the ball, you're in front of the ball. So like that rotation just slows down because your your hands are in front of the ball. When you catch the midpoint of the ball, um, there's still like that rotation that almost has to slow down. So like it'll let's say you catch it at the very midpoint, but that rotation of the ball almost carries it like another like like half an inch, whatever, past that that point. So it could slip through hands if you don't catch the, the the very point of it. So we don't see perfect hands. And then to me, again, you see how you see how his his uh he doesn't look in it completely. Like his his eyes drop or his, his you can see his eyes aren't on it before he goes to turn and run, drops it. Needs needs to be consistent catching that ball. It happens. Hopefully it doesn't continue. I hope he comes out the next two preseason games, shows a lot of what he did, minus the drop and again the the pre-snap penalty. Passed him. Um Conklin had three receptions for 23 yards. A lot of his plays were very, very, very simple. Um, the one play he lowered his helmet. I'm like, dude, chill. It's it's preseason, but overall, we'll give him a positive for the night. I thought he did, you know, relatively good job blocking all that stuff. Um, wasn't asked to do too too much, but still good. 
Elijah Moore, uh, one reception for nine yards on third down. I will show that reception. It's a it's a good slant. Um, beats his guy pretty cleanly. We'll talk about some of the technique into it. He's on the bottom of the screen, uh, and they're just you have, you have like a seam right here in a slant, and quarterbacks gonna run uh, read inside to outside. So one to two. Um, so Barrios comes off of that pretty quickly. Looks to more more uh runs he, he so he runs a it's it's an interesting release um for a few for a few reasons so he eats up space with like short striding a little bit of like foot fire right there he kind of just patters his feet and then he goes into a diamond so one or sorry sorry one two three or no i actually really it really it's one two three yeah so it's a diamond or actually sorry it's a squirt Diamond is, for me, the way I've learned it, the way I've read it, diamond is three-step and then over the top of a guy. Squirt is three-step underneath of a guy, so it's a squirt release. So the thing the thing with that squirt release, though, is... The, so let's watch this first before I even mention it, because you notice how freaking how smooth and how quick that break is, just how quickly he stops his body. Now, with that being said, the it could be a little bit cleaner we see this step right here is a little bit too much so you kind of like he lunges into that a little bit and now and damn it i i lost the play real quick um so with that being said it's a little bit too large of a step and his hips i'm terrible with angles i really really suck i don't know the angles of his hips right here are outside where you want them to be squared up to the line of scrimmage because they're squared up to the line of scrimmage that is, it's easier to get to the inside with them being pointed to the outside like this. It's just more, more of a turn he has to do to get to the inside. But with that being said, if he's so confident in himself to break in, break inside like that, and what do good corners do? They're looking, and I'm not sure exactly where he's looking here, but I'm just saying in general, they're looking at not the head, but they're looking at the, at the hips. The hips don't lie. If Elijah Moore is so confident in himself and he meant to do this, that his hips are lying and he can still get inside fantastic job now if that is his if that is his mindset here because he's a he's a great route runner if that's his mindset my i'm going to make my hips lie i'm still getting inside to you on you elite elite if that's what he's trying to do if that's not what he's trying to do then we want to be more square again it's it's in square immediate cut this it's kind of to round it in, into a cut um but one two and with that, with that second stop step, he he does sort of turn his hips a little bit inside, and this this explosion to the outside with that with the three step on the squirt, the one, two, what does that get the corner to do? Open up. Oh shit, he's going to the outside right here. His his entire this entire body is telling him he's going to the outside. Corner reacts to it, and he wants to get over the top because Elijah Moore it obviously has some good speed, and that movement from him allows Elijah Moore to squirt underneath. Inside on a slant, catch, run through the run through the ball, turn up the field uh, for a uh, first down come uh, completion on, on on third down. So again, just give you some different perspectives because uh, you can't necessarily get into a mindset. If if he is that good, where he knows he could do that with his hips, great. If not, just I would just a side note with that technique, uh, just in terms of the little bit of a big step right here. You know, it's 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 lunging into a little bit. So regardless, I don't love that. Even if he's even if he's trying to make his hips lie, 
Um, but we do see just we see the burst, we see the ability to break. That's that's not normal. How how quickly he sits that down and breaks inside with 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 his hips, how they are is not is not normal. So people like people talk about more like he's not a good athlete. I don't get it. He's a really he's a really good athlete too. But moving on from Elijah Moore, uh, I thought Kenny Aboa. Uh, I had I have the one play of him. I thought he had a, a a good game when I when I saw him blocking. I thought it was good. Um, I didn't see him make any mistakes. So, okay, and listen, um, I don't think I don't think I'm known as like a Kenny Yaboa hater. I, I think I'm a, a realist where people were talking about him last year and like, oh, he's gonna make the squad and he's this and he's that. His college film was elite. None of that. His college film, he had bad hands. He wasn't a good blocker. I, I said, and you can go back to the college review. I guarantee it. I said that he's a good athlete and he can he can develop, but he's very raw right now. So give him a year of development, and maybe he developed a little bit. I don't think he had a bad game, or I think he had a good game. Uh, you know, relative, you know, relative to expectations, I guess. Um, does he make the roster? Probably not to me. But here we'll highlight the catch real quick. He runs into the good chip. You know, get to the outside on him, chip him, slow him down. It's a good job. Releases into the flat. Um, now, whether he was supposed to say there or not, that's 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 a story for a different day. Can't guarantee that or not. Uh, the thing I do like though is the step up from Mike White. We like the we like the pump into the step up. That's that's cool. And Yaboa makes a tough catch. You know, listen, it goes for like two yards. But at the end of the day, this is a guy who in college was not a strong contested catcher. Um, and here he is. Now I can't necessarily see exactly how clean the hands are. I'm really hold on a second. I am really hoping I didn't hit his face mask. That might have hit his face mask and he just caught it. Nonetheless. It was a tight contested catch. I cannot guarantee that it did not hit his face mask because it looks like if I had to bet, it probably hits him in the face, which stops the ball and then he catches it. But let's ignore that. Good catch. Uh, so a couple more guys. Um, cool to talk about the pauses, right? And cool to kind of talk about different guys. Calvin Jackson, two receptions, eight yards, one touchdown. Uh, he made the game-winning touchdown. It, he deserves to be highlighted, right? You know, that's it's it's and it's not like he just made it and it was a wide open slider out, like some other people who are getting hyped up by PFF. And the, the reason is because PFF put Cager as our top player from this game, and he he had two catches on slider outs. That was it. That's all I did. Maybe some, maybe there's a good block in there too. That I didn't see. I didn't notice. I, I I don't know. But number one, it's kind of kind of crazy, but. Whatever, uh, Jackson game winner shuffle peak uh, stack. Okay, so he's right here in in the slot, uh, running a corner. They just run. What is like a, I think it's like a knife concept right here. Yeah, they're running a knife. Just this, it's, it's a smash variation. Um, but this is a slant. So he does a really good job on this on this release right here. Um, so he uses. So we have outside. He, so he wants to. Well, it depends on the it depends on the leverage here. Of the, of the DB, but he wants to get vertical here. So he's going to press the DB outside to, to widen him to get vertical. So he uses a shuffle release. So typically shuffle releases are just, just, just uh, con consecutive steps of, of, of both feet, like, like shuffling to the outside. Um, he takes it a little bit more vertical here because he doesn't want to shuffle too flat where he's going to be comfortable over the top. He wants to shuffle, but also threaten his threat, threaten his uh, threat him vertically a little bit. Right. So, he shuffle releases a little bit more vertically. Shuffle release. Yeah, and, and he has to move horizontal for it to be shuffled. So, um, which a shuffle release almost looks like a 
like a short stride, but it's more to the outside. It's kind of it's kind of what it looks like. So shuffle released, which widens the corner, right? Shuffle to widen. Now he um now sorry, sorry. I I his hands confused me there for a second. So shuffle to widen. Sticks his foot in the turf, pushes vertical. Now he defeats the the inside hand of the of the DB. We're gonna see his his uh his outside or his his uh near hand chop it down, chops it down, stacks them, gets on top of them, peak technique inside, break outside. That's a really good route. Like this is a legitimately very good route. Shuffle, widen, vertical, chop. Bends it back to get over top of him to stack him to threaten both ways. Peak technique. Why? Because this guy's probably looking high and it's just going to hold him for that, that extra second to the inside. Break to the outside on the corner route. Make the reception game winner. That's a, it's, 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 it's legitimately a very, very good route. That's, that's no bullshit. That's no nothing. That's, that's, that's very, very good. It's probably the best. Well, um, top of my head, that might be the best route we've seen all night. May, uh, minus Elijah Moore, if he, if, if he really meant to do what he did, which again I can't get into his head. Uh, but let's give him Beth out and say he did, which is that that's just elite being able to to use your hips as a, as a weapon as well. It's just a lot, a lot of guys his upper body, it's the head, but their hips do not lie. You hear me say that all the time. If you have the head, the upper body, and the hips can lie, good luck, good luck defending more. Um, past that, Calvin Jackson, I had uh, Rucker, who had the one touchdown. Again, you know, uh, wide open. I think I might have recorded that. I, I I don't know. Did I? I think I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't put it in the review by by accident. Yeah, I, I guess I. I guess I. Maybe I had it in my miscellaneous plays. But Rucker, I guess he had a good game because he had a touchdown. Right? Okay, cool. Um, but overall, this is this is this is exactly how. This is exactly how Cager got his catches, and they they ranked him as the highest player. So why doesn't why doesn't Rucker get a high grade? He had a touchdown too. And it was a it was a wide open slider out, so he better he better have been rated highly by PFF. If he wasn't, then it's a joke because that's what they rated him a record or a Yaboa highly on. So play action, roll out, slider out, wide open catch, touchdown, easy. Uh, no point in talking about it more. I got to pause though. All right, continuing on. Um, Rucker. Um, Zonovan Knight, six rushes, 13 yards, one touchdown, and a um, and a big return, obviously, to set up the um, game-winning touchdown to Calvin Jackson, which we just recapped. Uh, just give me a second here. Okay. Um, so, three plays of him, uh, 31. Let's see. Uh, Knight, Block, Wesco, Yak. Yeah, this is this is a pretty simple one too. Um, so we have a situation where the Jets' offensive line we have a, 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 a gap protection from the right guard to the left tackle. They're all they're all going to shuffle in their gap protection to their left. We have uh, isolated fifty nine versus versus uh, versus Max Mitchell, and then we have Zion Knight who's going to step to that that ISO side and scan inside out. You see his eyes go even pre-snap where he's going to. Picks up the blitz well, squares it up, cut block. Dive through dive through his thighs, 
Really good job right there. No, noticing pre-snap. Okay, 30 is pressing up. That's that's my assignment. Stepping to him, not being overzealous, squaring up, cutting him. Hell, good good pass protection right there from from Zion Knight. That's something that's important for a rookie, you know, to be able to do that because if they can't, if coaches can't trust you on third down to be running pass protection and stuff like that, you're not going to get in. Um, West Coast sits it down, catches the ball, th- throws some yak in there, you know, breaks a tackle. Cool. I really want to highlight it for, for Knight in terms of pass protection. People don't talk about it a lot. That's a good play. Obviously, you can highlight it pretty quickly, though, right? So it's kind of nice to just throw in there. Um, now, past that, um, let's see, play 38. Night drive TD. Uh, so, wait, what is this? Like an inside, weak inside zone? Yeah, weak inside zone. Um, and with that, we have... What is it? Herbig. Herbig gets stood up a little bit here. And, and, and why does it get stood up? His hands are, are wide. He gets splashed, right? His, he needs to land a hand inside, but they're coming from low and wide. He gets splashed. He gets stood up. He gets chest controlled. So it's, he, he doesn't create that again, the tighter the run is, we want to create that, that vertical, that vertical push. He doesn't create any push. It's on him a night. Um, knowing, okay, it's a short yarder situation. I got to just kind of put my head down here and drive. Um, Cuts towards that gap. Obviously now sees heavy asset leverage here. So he just has to push through um, this area right here. Pushes forward, works through some arm tackles. This defensive lineman's pretty much completely cleared. Um, why? Because again, he was able to stand up Herbig, creating that separation. And then once the running back comes, cross his face. So that's what happens here. He doesn't really cross his face. He just stands him up and peels off of it when the running back gets into that contact window. Zion Knight's contact at the two, two and a half yard line by defensive lineman and just continues to drive his feet. That's all it is. Drive, 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 get in. You know? And broadcast view. I guess you can't. Um, no. I muted it. I think I can I think I can share the sound on that too. Maybe I'll start doing that too. But um, it's a good job by him. Again, just decisive knowing you see him inside pressure, outside, nope, back inside. Lower, lower, lower that helmet and just drive for the touchdown. Nice. The last play, night return. Um, you know, not much. son of a bitch. Um, not really too too much to I did it again. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can see it, but it disappears off my screen. It pisses me off. Okay. Um return. He's right here, obviously. Return man. But it's nice, it's nice to see it from this view. And it always these views always make it a little more simple than it is on these returns, but it's a relatively good job by him, right? Just finding lanes, pushes vertical. Obviously, this guy is taking angle to the to, the, to you know heavy to the to his right shoulder, so he cuts inside of that. Two blockers, his blocker, his blocker sees that lane there developing. Good job seeing a developing lane. You know, it's not it's not necessarily there right off the jump, but he sees it coming just based on again his leverage of his blockers. Outside outside versus outside, inside versus inside. Okay, hit that because it's a gap. That's the main part of the run, you know, and we're at the 45. I remember at this point in the, in the night uh, that I have Xbox. I mean, my friend, if we're like, especially if we're drinking, we'll play like sports games like MLB, but we were going to play an MLB versus game. Versus like, oh, okay, kick it on. You know, they're, they're going to lose here. We'll, you know, we'll watch the kind of passes as we're, as we're setting up. I'm like, dude, they just got back to the 45, 45 yard line. We're going to win. You know, like obviously it's preseason and we had a pretty, pretty miserable night in terms of thinking that Zach Wilson tore his ACL. So we're like, can we at least get a preseason win? Like just a bare minimum. 
you know, Jets fans rooting for a preseason win after a quarterback, our starting quarterback just tore his ACL, or we thought he did. It's just the epitome of, of Jets fans having to like bounce back. I was miserable though, like miserable during this game. Um, so nice return there. Other than that, I have one more guy, Nate Herbig. I guess like people, you know, he had a good game, no pressures and things like that. I thought he played okay, nothing great, nothing terrible. Um, but I guess he's worth mentioning. I have five miscellaneous plays, and there are pretty much a couple more plays after that, and then we're done. Uh, I feel like I've been talking for a while. I don't know if it's because I pause it a little bit more than I usually do, but um, I don't know how long the show is going to be. I really have no idea, but I feel like I've been doing this for like three hours. So let's see miscellaneous good plays. Uh, Whitehead P. Oh, this is from the. Oh, I put it good from the offense. Okay, sorry. This is this is going to the defense. I don't know. Whatever. I just put miscellaneous. I guess I I guess I screwed up. But this is this is more miscellaneous from the defense because Whitehead didn't necessarily have a. Yeah, no, he didn't have a good game. Let's just say it. In a few in a few plays, uh, he jacked up a few plays. It is. It is sometimes it's easy, and maybe maybe I should have watched this play more. But it is pretty hard to diagnose red zone defenses. Um, but on this one, it's looking like it's almost a uh, a, a red two, where you're gonna have five, six guys underneath playing along the line of scrimmage, and then two guys high. So it looks like a red two. Uh, with that being said, we have Whitehead um, at the top right here. And you know, he, you know, he gets over the top of 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 his half of the field, gets over top of his half. They're running, uh, you know, that 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 flat seven right here. He gets over top of the seven. That's good, right? So that, yeah, I'm pretty. That's look. It looks like what it is. Um, gets over top of that seven route. Now he sees the quarterback, obviously not looking to his side, um, looking to the other side. So Whitehead starts to cheat over to that side. The thing with this is though, I I, I would you know. Listen, you could leave a guy a little bit. Like, I'm cool with him. Okay, you know, at this point, he's not looking towards me. There's not a lot of room here. I can make my way back as soon as he looks back to this side. Now, obviously, if you're thinking I was looking you off, that's different. He's not looking him off. He has no idea this is open. So I get cheating inside a little bit. If there were more routes coming over the top, if there was more guys open cheating, okay, even more understandable. There's not a lot of routes or, or guys here, so he doesn't have to cheat inside as hard as he does. Cheats inside very, very hard. Minshew ends up looking back to that side of the field. There's a lot of space right here. And if Minshew hit that quick and didn't have to didn't have to backpedal into that throw, and he just whips his eyes around, sees that, fires it, it's there. So Whitehead cheated inside way too much right here. So the the end result is okay, cool. Good pass deflection on broadcast angle, because this is all we see. We see, okay, broadcast, we see it right like now. Oh, we almost caught a good deflection. Hell of a play. Realistically, not. This was not a good play. He cheated way too far inside for, for no threat of another route. If that's if that's a little bit faster or, or, or one step quicker, it's, a, it's an easy touchdown. There's no reason for him to cheat as much. Again, I, I understand cheating like this much. Past that, way, way too much. He just completely loses them for no reason. So, yeah, he made up, but the process is not good. That is not a good play. The PD, everybody will refer to, oh, great play by Knight, or by, by, by Whitehead making that PD. It was not a good, it was not a good play. I'll die on that hill, which I don't need to because it's it's pretty simple. I don't think anybody's really going to argue that. Uh, another miscellaneous play, Carter run. Okay. 
Michael Carter. Uzama didn't do really much of anything on this play either, or uh, in, in this game. Um, but in this situation, he's, he, he, you know, they're running. Um, huh. Interesting. That's a little wrinkle. Maybe they're trying to add in the preseason. I haven't seen the Jets do this. I don't think I've seen the Jets do this in the past, but we have inside zone split. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. We have, we have inside zone with a, with a insert to the backside backer for a cutback. That's what it looked at. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Unless, unless it's more of like a, like they, they were trying to like, it's like a, it's a, it's a wave where they're trying to get to the backside, which they're all blocking. They're all blocking that leverage. So interesting. I like to see if they do that more. Um, this could be one of those, one of those wave runs. Yeah. With, with an, with an insert. Interesting. But nonetheless, um, even if he was going to the side, he he reads Davis right here. Davis and you know he's taking a tight angle. Davis uh, uh, outside leverage to to where he's going to. So he's going to cut back. Now we see is obviously um, Uzama who's not able to um, maintain his block. Now you, for for Uzama, we don't necessarily love the fact he gets so flat and then ducks his head. We want I want to see him get flat and climb a little bit more. So I want to see him cut off the angle a little better than he does because again him him getting as flat as he does and not getting and not getting a little bit in, more in front of the block leads to the block being more arms than it is hips under the arms. Um, so, so you got the training bells and stuff we have from, but, uh, yeah, he, so he needs to, instead of again, flat, he needs to get vertical and flat or flat then vertical, but we need to, we need to cut, cut him off. We can't, we can't let him cross our face. Uh, nonetheless, it is it is a defensive end, so he is able to to flatten out with a, with a rip across his face. Carter notices that, undercuts it. Again, he's taking a high a high angle right here. You don't want to just keep pushing up the field. Undercut it. You're gonna see him open that. You're gonna see him lift that foot and and, and open it. Um, opens that foot. Now, as he breaks that, you know, regains his balance. Jordan Davis working back over the top, cuts underneath of that, falls for for a couple extra yards. You know, it's it's a it's it's a uh, it's tough. It's it's a tough run for only a few yards, but the vision's good. Again, the cutback right there, the cut inside or the the the, under, the, the cut underneath is good there. Seeing fifty two to the outside. Oh, sorry, I, I think I screwed that up before. He doesn't see Davis. That's 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 my fault. That was that was just me not looking at his eyes. That was me just assuming that was me being stupid. He first sees fifty two. He sees he first sees fifty two, and then most likely after that, then he sees ninety, and then he undercuts that. So that's what it is. It wasn't just ninety. I apologize. Linebacker then ninety undercut that, push four for a couple of extra yards. Um, you know he gets I don't know two three four yards wherever that was, uh, and he had to do a lot for very little. Past that, 2349. I don't know what these plays are. You might have to deal with some squeaking in the background. It is what it is, right? Um, Smith catch. Bottom of the screen here. Again, so we have more physicality at the top of the route, which I like. Um, the 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 other thing I like about this route, is it's, a, it's a good route by Smith. One, the pacing into it. We could see he's running, obviously, with, with good speed right there, right? 
The second thing we like that or that I like about it is we see him stemming inside to where to the spot he wants to sit it down, or at least you know just stemming inside because you know he's 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 sitting it to the inside, so he wants it inside leverage. So he initially stems inside, takes it vertical to hold the DB vertical, so he's not over top of the route, and he's not going to crab that route break, and then he breaks. So the the play on angles is very good here. Speed off the line inside, and then we go. Now we go vertical from, for a couple steps. Or sorry, it's like right here. He starts to go vertical, which opens him up. Then we have push by. Create some separation. Come back to the ball. Turn up the field. So it's 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 that's a good route. Inside vertical push by, sit down catch. Miscellaneous, but it's a good play. It's not like Smith had a good game. It's not like he had a bad game, but there are going to be plays that are worth highlighting, right? So uh, 49 and 54. Okay. Who's the last 49 the Jets have had? Tanner Purdom? Please tell me that's right. Was Tanner Purdom 49? Purdom. Jets. Was he? 46. Damn it. I don't know. Who's the last 49 you can think of on the, on the Jets who, who, who is, uh, who, who did some work? I don't know. Um, let's see. There's random shit I'll come to mind, but whoever 49 is, I hope you guys can think about it. And I just activated your brain for a second. Now, uh, with that, play 49. I already, already did that. So it's a Rucker touchdown, which is, uh, I knew it was going to be miscellaneous when I put it in there. 54. Jacob Martin. Cool. Uh, Davis contested catch. Okay. Davis contested catch. Oh, concentration. This is on the last drive. Um, obviously, we have we have uh, Rashad Davis right here who just runs. Uh, you dig over the middle. You dig over the middle. Her um, Strebler is looking towards that. Sees a window, most likely staring it down a little bit. Yeah, staring it down a little bit. Throws it. Linebacker tips it. Uh, hell of a job by Davis uh, jumping to go for the pass and then having to adjust in midair and catching that ball quickly. Quick play to, you know, we don't have to recap it a ton. I don't, you know, does Davis even make the team? I don't know. But if we maybe make the practice squad, that's that's going to be part of, of the coaching staff's argument to why he makes a team, right? Um, good from the defense, much less here. Uh, Quinton Williams, I put good because he, you know, he had some, he had, he had some pressure when he was in the game, using the game for a very short period of time. So we're not going to see a ton of plays of him, obviously, but, uh, we are going to highlight, uh, a player too, or obviously we'll actually just one here. Oh, this play starts late. So I, did I, is the whole play late? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I started a second late here, so I, I'm I'm sorry for that. Um, the part of this that I'm questioning is Parks. Parks deep coverage here is not good. Uh, I know people. I, this is this is another one of those people. Like people are gonna say Cager played good. People are gonna say Parks played good. Parks did not play well uh, here. So we have cover. Th- we have cover three very simply, and Parks is so far deep. He has no involvement in the play. He just sprinting deep for no like I get you're 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 the last line of defense, but as the as the as the middle third, if there are vertical routes breaking towards you in the middle third, you have to match them. You you can't just play over the top and say, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna let everything in front of me. I'm gonna make the tackle. Like at, at this point, he should be pretty much your 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 middle third might be a little bit deeper. 
just just like almost like a stunt and 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 football like you or uh, on the offensive line like you want to be deeper so you can realize what's like realizing route concepts but he like sprints out of the screen he just he just runs away and the, and they run like the, um they run like double post right here and it's wide open and at first i was like oh maybe maybe it was sauce but sauce is in a three right here which again good job by sauce sauce is square square patient like he is so confident in himself that it's insane already like just with his like backpedal like he just knows he can stay on the guy um he goes to set it down sauce easily sits down with him he falls sauce on top of the route you know like sauce is versus an outside yeah, this that that's also time. He's fifteen. He's fifteen yards down the field. He's in his deep his deep third zone. That's threatening his, th- his third zone. Not Sauce's fault. This is Parks' fault. Parks at a certain point has to pick up deep crossers like that. So this is that's his job in the in the in, in the middle third is to, to pick up those routes. He doesn't. Not Sauce's job at all. Parks get beat very very easily. That's a not a good play. Um, and now for Q, Q comes off the ball. He is, he is, um, he is uh. Sorry, the three tech right here. Loose three. Call him a loose three. Comes off the ball. Good hand placement. You know, good comes off with good leverage. His left hand lands inside. I'm not, his right hand kind of looks like the his his uh his right hand deflects the outside hand of the offensive lineman, but him coming off the ball uh with good leverage and at least that one good hand jolts the offensive lineman back, jolts him back. What does that do? Now it opens up space between them. We're giving Q, um, giving Q space to to cross his face. That's what he does. So, leverage, hand placement, jolt him back, cross his face with what goes to to be a rip. But they disconnect a little bit. Continues to push towards uh towards Hertz and pressures him. Quick win for Q, right? Like at the end of the day, how much quicker was he was he supposed to win right here? You know. And again, he creates he creates that 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 pressure and that rollout from Hertz, who completes the ball because Parks uh, just decided to just run out of the stadium. Uh, he might be run to the tunnel, so not a good play in a deep third right there. He has to match that eventually. Just way too much space. So again, people are gonna say Parks played well to me. That's a no go. Uh, other than that, good from the defense. Uh, Bryce Huff he created a decent amount of pressure. I I think I highlighted him a few times, but maybe not as much as I should have. But he created some pressure. I think JJ played okay. Um, he was there more often than well, not not more often than not. He, I thought he played okay. Like I noticed him some. I wasn't overly impressed. Um, but I think I saw him enough just to give him a, a slight little slight little check mark, which we're cool with. Um, Isaiah Dunn, I think he had a decent game, but he had a missed pick. We have two plays of him. Isaiah Dunn, which hopefully, so, definitely some of these plays I, I saw stuff and I initially watched it. I'm not highlighting it just because I'm trying to get through the show. Um, but so maybe I missed a player or two of Dunn. But overall, I think I think he played pretty well. Uh, he's on the bottom of the screen right here. A little bit of no man's land, but we're gonna like the technique. Minus a few, uh, you know, a, a slight critique or two. The the, the first critique is. You're he's playing no man's land. So you're you're putting yourself in a position a situation where you're not really threatening with the hands because you're so far off. Now, what we do like is is um him staying square. What we don't like is wait onto the heels, hop. But with that being said, he's 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 uh he's a little bit of, of in a bail. So it's not like he's hopping back and then trying to match. He's he's almost he's almost um he's almost bailing a little bit. So it's not as bad. 
square, square. He starts to angle off because why? <clears throat> the, the the receiver starts to angle off to the outside. Square, square, shuffle, but angling off. Commit once he commits. That's all good right there. And we I don't necessarily like the hands dropping. I don't love the no man's land, but he's he's just playing it. He's just playing it soft, which is okay. You know, if you if you have the athleticism match, okay. I don't love it all the time, um, but that's what he's doing. Again, patience. Shoulders over the oh, oh, shoulders over the toes, for the most part. Um, commits once he commits. Now, is there? Oh, uh, maybe there's a little bit of a push off there from the receiver. That's why I was. Yeah, okay, that's that's why. So he does a good job committing when he when, when or, or taking angle to to get to the the receiver. Receiver, a little bit of a push off right, right there, I think. Yeah, right there, which which creates some separation from Dunn. Dunn is not able to, to cleanly play through the hands. Good job by the re, by the receiver, by the way, attacking the ball late. Um, and then Dunn forces the whole the, the push out. Anybody creates pressure? Oh, not really. By the way, uh I think we'll talk about the negatives, but it doesn't really matter. Uh Rankins didn't show up at all this game, really. He's he's if we can go back in time, because the problem is I think a lot of his contract was like guaranteed on May 1st or June 1st, whatever it was, like three out of his $5 million were guaranteed, where if they cut him before that, it could have saved all $5 million. If you could tell me they can cut Rankins right now for $5 million, I would do it. They might even cut him. I, that might be a surprise cut, Rankins. Because if you are telling, if you told me right now, hey, Rankins, cut Rankins and save $3 million or Tanzel Smart, I might take Tanzel Smart at this point. I really might. Um, but nonetheless... I, I just got this view for the other. Oh, well, we have JJ again. A little bit of he's 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 pinching the puck a little bit there with a bull rush. You know. Again. Um outside to inside to yeah. It's all right. it's it's an okay rush. But now with this again, there's a little bit of that put that push off, so he's not able to close the ground as quickly as he wants to, or he's not able to create uh yeah, close that distance to play through the hands, but I do like the fact that, okay, he doesn't know if the ball is, the ball is caught right here. So he tries to force him out of bounds. It's a good job. We'll take it from Dunn. Uh, the next play from Dunn is just, just simply a drop pick, right? Um, he's right here. And there, and what they're, um, looks like we have another uh, cover three. And there's no there's no vertical threat right here, or that that's breaking towards him. So he sits it a little bit more flat. It sits it more flat. Um, obviously notices the the quarterback get rid of the ball, which I guess he was trying to throw here to like this like the sit snag. Completely overthrows it. Dunn sees it, targets it, drops it. Got to catch that right. That's that's a, it's as simple as that. Some a little bit of pressure there, um, but you, you got he, he has to pick that off. Uh, past that, uh, sauce again, you know, I showed him a little bit, but overall, it's it's a good play. Um, I thought Bryce Hall uh, also played well in this game, and I saw him doing a good job staying square, getting hands on, things like that. Um, Wild Goose is another guy at corner who made some some plays. His name came up a little bit more than you'd expect it to. I didn't realize he was on the team, and I have miscellaneous. Uh, two miscellaneous good plays from the defense. Let's see, 26 and 34. Thomas run stuff. Okay, he's right here. Uh, three tech. Uh, so again, this is this is one of those ones where it's you know maybe maybe a little bit of of not the best technique from the offensive lineman, but 
really aggressive off off of the line zone step or he follows his own steps which i think he's an angle for the inside regardless but um takes on takes on the high leg again you know unless you could spike that double team which is hard you want to take on one guy and reduce so good leverage you can see him pop up the the offensive lineman very very clearly roll his hips roll his hips um again turn that shoulder a little bit away from from the uh from the postman Drops his weight, working off the insteps of the inside foot, continues to just fight to clog the gaps in the inside. Uh, the offensive lineman loses balance again. Not not the best showing by the off- by the second offensive lineman. The the good part of this play for Thomas really is the 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 explosion off the ball, popping up the offensive lineman, not allowing him to necessarily get to the second level cleanly. Marshall Harris finish uh, uh, fills breaks are uh, is able to to defeat that block obviously because he's not on balance. Get on the tackle. Thomas uh, also, you know, leaps to make to meet the running back in the air. Um, again, the second block right there isn't he doesn't really do much to it. It's more bad offensive line play than anything, but still a good play. I feel like I'm starting to run through these quickly. I don't know uh, how long this is. <laughs> I think I've been doing it for a really long time. It feels like I, I don't know. Shepard hit good coverage. Mother. Okay. Um, good coverage. Okay. It's so Shepard is like so hot and cold. Uh, and right here, he's the, he's the four tech right here and rushes inside and does it. He does a good job. You know, he he shortens his stride. Feels that the, that the B gap is going to be open. Extends his, you know, extends his stride to get to get to get lateral to to face the the outside half, chop, club. I think he goes to throw the rip, but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't necessarily land cleanly. Continues to the quarterback, gets a big hit. You know, like it's that's that's a good rush from from Shepard. Obviously, now in terms of the coverage, let's see. You have uh oh you have another you have another top hat right here where, where you have the press the press man playing the back. Shuffle. Shuffle, square. Good job by Guidry. Good job by Harris. Good job by who is that? Oh, that's well. Delshawn. Delshawn's in man. So you have man. The only thing that gets screwed up here is if you have good man here. You have good man. You have good coverage right there from from uh from Wild Goose who, you know, is patient with his feet, gets over top of the route, matches it. Okay, good, good, good. There's a little bit of traffic though, so Dunn's kind of in a shitty spot trying to trying to follow this guy. But Davis has a hook as as he's he's a uh, he's the the uh, hole defender. He notices that this is open, and he matches that, so that's a good job by him as well. So good job by all all of the coverage, and again a good job by Nathan Shepard getting that hit. Uh, bad from the offense, not much. That I didn't say already. I only have two plays miscellaneous bad from the offense, which I don't even know what they are. But let's watch that. Uh, oh. AVT and Connor McGovern. Yeah, interior of the offensive line to start wasn't the best. I thought Thomason was okay. Uh AVT, AVT wasn't bad either. Like th- honestly, they weren't bad or or really good. Uh, you have a player too where they weren't the cleanest, but overall it's not like I was like, oh my God, AVT was bad at right guard or, or Lake Thomas was bad at left guard or Connor McGovern was bad. Like they were they were all they were fine. Um, but this is this is not a good play on this run. So Quickly, 
Um, again, because we're pushing towards the end of the show. And that's typically I get a little bit more lazy just to be transparent. Talk, you talk for a while. Uh, with this being an inside, being a run, you know, away from ABT and based on the stance, again, it, he's either going to explode forward or not. Well, not even forward. Like, again, seeing the stance a little bit outside of his frame and kind of pressing off that, you'd think it's, he's going to stem to the inside. So, but even without that being said, or even with that being said, um, he still wants to take an angle cheating like vertically to the inside because he does not want him to cross his face. That's why he could not have that happen. ABT takes it a little bit too flat. You see flat and then towards him. He wants to, again, a little bit more vertical, pop up outside shoulder, let uh, let Mitchell overtake that block. So a little bit too flat there from ABT, gets his face crossed. Um, and then you have McGovern, who I think this is literally the first play, like the, the the first run play of the season or whatever, or second. And he chases way too hard. He comes off the ball. Obviously, he has to have his he has to have arch in his back, back straight or uh, straight uh, straight up, attack the hip, climb to the second level. He chases it way too hard, makes himself off bounce, falls on his face. Um, and you and you have uh, you have Mike Carter here, who is who's fighting for for something out of nothing. You know why? Again, because. You have McGovern who chases the block. He's supposed to be on on white right there, Kaiser White. That would have been a, so. It, it, if it worked out well, he would, he would have climbed, pop up that shoulder. He would have overtook it. He would have, he would have went to fifty seven. He would have popped him to the outside, climbed to forty three, and it would have been open. You know, he just has to get in front of him. He climbs. It's it's an open gap. Now maybe it's a big, it's a, it's a beat fifty seven, but um, not good plays by those guys. So it is what it is. Uh, miscellaneous Adoga laps. Okay. He's right here, the left tackle. Adoga laps. Yeah. So it looks like there's miscommunication. So you, just quickly, you had, you had Lakin Tomlinson who played this block. Like he was, he was cheating to, to pop up the outside shoulder and then climb to the second level. And you have Adoga who played it like, like in Tomlinson's overtaking that block, and I'm just cutting off 57. You can see Tomlinson like look, I'm like oh shit, I'm gonna get back on that block. So I I I, I would guess out of these two guys, it's gonna be Adoga who screwed this up over Tomlinson because there's no way Tomlinson would play that block like he did. Um, you know, staying square to the line of scrimmage, you know, playing long, going to pass it off, and then realizing Adoga is not there. Who uh, just based on the play, it's not even oh well, I trust Lincoln Tomlinson over Odoga. It's just based on this, based on this relationship, you know, in, in a vacuum, this with the play going away, he cheats overtake. He, he, he has a better angle on him. So he climbs. It makes no sense for him to try to cut this off. So pretty sure it's a mental lapse for Adoga who gets on the tackle. Uh, I think, I think Brees uh, trucks him a little bit right there, but Brees really doesn't have any options. You know, hard edge set cuts inside, lowers his shoulder. Now, you know, for, for Tomlinson or sorry for Tomlinson. Wow, I just called him Tomlinson because he's he's 83 and he's tatted up. Conklin has to block. I think 55 is Brandon Graham, right? Who's a really good D end, or at, at this point, you know, slowing down a little bit, but still good. It's going to be hard for him to to to, to set to set this or, or to to drive him outside. Let, let's be honest. But with that being said, you know, a little bit of waist bend, not the most powerful punch, not the most aggressive hands. Uh, but still, it's more Nadoga than anybody else. Bad for bad, uh, bad from the defense. Not too much here. Let's say um, Rankins again didn't make much of an impact. 
Um, didn't make much of an impact. Jonathan Marshall, not much of an impact. Shepard got moved off the ball plenty, uh, even though he had that one good play. Delshawn Phillips didn't see much. Will Parks, I'm, I'm going to give him a negative this, this this game. Ashton Davis didn't show up at all. Uh, Hardy, I put in here as well. Uh, he saw reps late as a as a corner. Didn't make any plays on special teams that I saw. He dropped an easy interception at the end of the game. I have two plays of Hardy. Or no, this is Parks. Okay, so this, this is supposed to be miscellaneous or something like that. I don't know why it's in, in Hardy's section, but this is a play where, oh, well, you know, and again, you have to assess a situation. Uh, this is a situation and just every play. Like, there's a big difference between a zone drop defender noticing a screen and a guy who's in man coverage on a running back and it's a running back screen. He's like, oh my God, look, he broke towards it. Yeah, he's in man coverage on the running back. Yeah, no shit, he noticed it. So Will Parks, and this is just, again, just to show, because people blew him up for this one too. Like, oh, you know, great play, whatever. Um, he's in man coverage on the tight end. He follows the tight end to where he's going and then sees, and then obviously sees the ball getting thrown and continues his, you know, his track. Now, I like the fact that, that he kind of, um, he sees the running back or, or the, 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 the pass catcher go inside a little bit. So he, he tries to get inside of that block and makes a tackle. So I, I like that. I like the angle he takes to it, just noticing how, how the, the ball is caught. So that's a positive. Um, but it's not like he had a great awareness where he noticed, like he, he was playing man coverage. Getting past that quickly, uh, and then twenty-two. I guess this is this is this can't be the drop pick. Oh, this is supposed to be for Parks, so I, I put it in Hardy's thing. I don't know why. This is the Parks bad section. Parks right here, nearly beat. Um, and um, looks like you have a combo right here. Looks like you got, you have man. Yeah, let's see. Oh, sorry. Looks like you have man coverage right here. You know, he, he cheats the outside man and then the rest is like three. But again, it's another situation where he's deep middle. He's deep middle and he retreats way too far. Guy, and you have a, you have a deep over right there. Or let me see, actually, is it? Yeah, you you have you have well, if, if, if this is this is hard for for anybody um, really, but you have the you have the deep uh, the deep post and an, and an over underneath of it. But Hardy, or sorry, not Hardy, Will Parks just retreats way too far. Again, this is this is his most prevalent threat right now, running directly at him in his in his in his deep third zone. He needs to get into a back pedal. One, the the he you we want to see him be actually the, the balance isn't too bad. Um, but at a certain point, he has to drive down us a little bit. He makes this cut eight yards away, and now he's just going to be able to cross his face really, really easily because he's so far, he's retreating so far. Ball is there. Slips through the receiver's hands. Why would it have been so easy for you know for him to catch it? Because Parks, again, just retreated too far. You know, and and you see, the, like the the break is there. Everything he's got to drive down at a certain point. It's got to match it. I know it's hard. He's running full speed. You're in a back pedal. It's 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 really it's DB is playing. It, it's a ridiculously hard position to play. Um, and you have him running full speed as you're running backwards, and you have to match it. It's difficult. It is, but there's too much retreating. 
Yeah, too much. And I don't know. It, maybe he's looking at the quarterback's eyes where he doesn't see the break coming. But once you see that break coming, he's he's, he's got to see that break. He's got to drive down. Not not too hard, but at least like shuffle to get over top of where you think he's going. Um, he tries to match it too late, almost gets beat in front in front of his face. Is there any pressure here? Yeah, Michael Clemens again, uh, coming off the edge. So in this situation. Yeah, you have two. Well, yeah, you have you have Huff right there, who who again kind of he, he's he's a lot of that rusher where he runs up to guys and pitter patters and figures out what he wants to do. So he's not a great rusher, but he has some good like bend explosion. I know uh, my other friend doesn't think he's great bend. But I think he's solid. I think he's a lot of power through his bend. Um, but he throws a rip, creates a little bit of pressure. You have uh, Clemens who goes through, through for one of his other famous moves using his length stab. Chop, he typically turns it into a rip. Um, doesn't land as clean as he wants to, but feels a momentum of 77. Uses his, his, his core strength to torque him uh, past his level so he can flatten out to get to the quarterback. Quarterback scrambles, you know, whatever. Again, tries to get it to uh, the receiver who or, who beat Parks, who may or may, or may, have not, may or may not have talked shit there, which I wouldn't enjoy. Uh, another person, I, I say, ba- I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's good. Uh, this is a guy who might be getting overhyped too, Sherwood. Sherwood, the plays he made on defense were very, very vanilla. And if he didn't make them, it'd be bad where they were expected to be made. So didn't make any plays on defense that I didn't let that I that I that I uh that I was impressed with. The one the one tackle he missed it. He was in man coverage. He 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 missed the running back. Um he did make a few plays on special teams, but other than that, it wasn't it wasn't like, oh Sherwood played great. Hamsa, he played some, but I didn't see him show up at all. Um, and I have three miscellaneous plays, and I think that's it. Um, okay. So this is, this is just a combination. It, it's, this is, I'll do this quick. They run a, they run a scissors concept right here with, with, with Brown and Goddard, which is just, that's, that's hell of talent right there, but they run a scissors and typically with like, with like scissors right here, um, you, and, and it's, it's tough for cover. It's tough for cover three, but you'd either want to see one, you want to see Hall maybe cheat a, or be a little bit more outside because he, you know, you have AJ Brown who works into his blind spot a little bit, but he is, he, he is able to stay over top of the route. So it's, it's actually pretty good coverage. Again, I would just, I would caution against this because if he were to break outside right there, you could be a little bit screwed. He is able to stay over the top, but, but ideally you'd want him to pass that off to this deep safety, see this guy. Um, breaking to the outside as as a part of the scissors concept and drop and match that, but typically you have like pre built it like like a you have like a Zorro call you're expecting it and you're expecting the you know like, like a pass off. Oh well, no, it's not really Zorro because Zorro's in like deep four, so so scratch that. But with this with this post, he would he would see this is a, a lot vertical. He would start to cheat over this way. See the post, match that. He would drop off, uh, pick this up, and or. If it was like a true like a man match situation, Quincy Williams would be matching anything like in this in this in this hook to curl. Um, the number three right here is pushing vertical. So in typical man like in, in typical zone match situation, he would match this. I, I, now in the regular season, are they going to plan to do that? Well, while in this situation, it's preseason, so they're spot dropping, or was it just a brain fart by Quincy? Um, I can't one hundred percent tell, but we want to see some combination of him passing this off. To the to the to the deep safety dropping off, and or uh, Quincy Williams matching this because there's no other threat in, into your zone. So so he's in your zone, match him. You know, stay with that. 
at a, and at a certain point, like in, into the rep, you got you got to carry some guys. You can't be playing grass right now. He's playing grass, completely behind him. Really shitty situation for Hall. It's 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 hard for him to to uh, to make that play. And then you have Whitehead, who was playing in his curl to flat. Notices the ball coming out again. Not not a play he should necessarily make either, or you should expect him to make. But finds the ball, tries to to, to lower the lower the boom on Goddard. Just propelling him to the end zone. Got to make that tackle. And this is where I say he's a boomer bust guy. One play, this is going to boom where he's going to force a force a fumble, force an incompletion, and then the bust play is you have Goddard who absorbs it and runs it for a touchdown. So wrap him up. Absolutely needs to wrap him up right there. No excuse for that from Whitehead. That's that's it's a bad play. Got to make the tackle before you make the hit. So again, Quincy, if Quincy, if you see Quincy Williams right here, just staring at the quarterback. Staring, 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 staring. Now, if it's a spot drop, that's what he's supposed to do. Fine. If 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 they want to more match in this situation, which whatever the coaches want to do, um, he needs to get on Goddard. But yeah, scissors concepts beats him bad from uh, really Whitehead. And again, I, I want to know exactly what they told Quincy. But past that, um, 12.52, let's see. Eagles easy rush. So the the, the thing the, really quickly this one, the alignment you can't have it. You, we we can't have a a running back who to get to to, to take the track to the ball is to a wide open uh, bubble right here. This a gap is a bubble. It's massively open, and there are there's guys stacked upon stacked on the side. So what we'd have to have is these two linebackers feeling aggressively. You know, Del Sean shooting his B gap, and 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 well, this is I guess Parks Parks are shooting that that A gap aggressively, but I don't know if that's necessarily the plan. Um, the alignment here is is what screws them up, so I don't like the the call right here. And people are like, oh well, Shepard got blown off the ball, dude. He got he got Crowler technique by 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 two offensive linemen and and push up the field. That's that's a really and he didn't even get blown off the ball that bad. That's not terrible. That's really not. Well, I'm not putting that on Shepard. He's getting a combo block on the on the goal line. That's not easy, and it's it's not on Tenzel Smart either. He's getting combo too. So really tough spot that a guy would have to be filled by by Will Parks immediately. Um. So okay, maybe if that's maybe that's Mosley, like maybe he makes that play. Maybe it's not Phillips and somebody else. You know, I don't I don't know. It's just the alignment's bad there. I don't feel like getting into it. That's just it's this it's, it's way too easy. You could you could literally you could. You know, not not you can't. I don't know. You could you could he could have walked into it into that was what I should say. I guess I was looking for something more. Last play, I believe, unless I have some. Uh, second to last play. Sorry, I know I have another play. Blown defense. Um, you know, lapses. We need to see this covered up. Obviously, they they run the play action to the naked the naked bootleg right there, and you have the flat seven right there. Um, and nobody matches it. So you have Hardy who matches the outside right there. And whether it be, I, I, I would assume it's, it's Riley. Cause Riley comes off, he, you know, presses down a little bit, but doesn't really blitz or anything like that. And just lets it slip past them. So uh, I'm assuming it's Riley. The only other guy I could see it being is maybe because it's man, it, it, you know, it's a man, it could be a man situation, which I think it is actually. Where this this uh, so you have you have Riley here and Tony Adams here. Now maybe Tony Adams was in man coverage and then he broke late to to match the flat. Actually, it's probably Tony Adams. 
just based on his eyes, where, where his eyes are on the running back, the running back uh, widens his track and he he automatically goes there. Yeah. So uh, he reacts too late to him breaking outside like that. I, I it could be Riley too, but if I had if I had gun to my head, had to make a decision, it's on that's on Tony Adams. Um, that's it for the bad from defense special teams. Really quickly recapping that. Um, Pinero was one from one, 26 yards. Man was, uh, he had five, uh, punts for 231, looked good, uh, 46.2 yard average, and he was hammering kickoffs. And then obviously, we had the one play, which is the, the, the Rams part two situation. Um, kickoff, I, I think the Rams is actually a punt though, right? So you kick off, gaps open up. We're not gonna, we're not gonna diagnose whatever we did wrong there or whatever, but we have a situation. <clears throat> I'm a little legitimate access question. Hey, it's okay, buddy. I'm a legitimate access question. This situation right here, 32. Hey, no. Right here. This is let's say this is let's let's sub out Brandon Mann for Ashton Davis. Is this tackle made? I, I'm not even being a dick. I'm really asking. Like it's a dick move to ask that question, but I'm I'm it's not hyperbole. Would Ashton Davis make this tackle? I don't think so. I'm not even kidding. Brandon Mann does a good job of Kind of saying over the top, breaking down. He actually freaking breaks down. Takes a good angle to cut him off. Dives, wraps up. Hell of a job by Braden Man there, saving saving what probably would have been a touchdown. Good job. We wanted to throw that in there. He de- he deserves respect for that. It's it's good when we're actually trying to win games. Uh, when you're trying to tank for a certain player, not as good. Uh, past that. Uh, Zerline, I believe he kicked all the extra points. If not, if not all of them, then, then maybe it was just one he didn't he didn't kick, but he made all the extra points, which is great. Uh, coaching, you know, again, it's 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 vanilla stuff. You know, if if they're doing like more of the spot drop shit um, in the special in, in in the regular season, I won't be happy. Let's let that play out. I'm not going to lose it. The only thing I will criticize with the coaching end of the game, I think it was after the uh, scramble uh, the, after the scramble. Like 10 seconds came off the clock before Salah called timeout. If you are up on your on your game plan, or not up on your game plan, if you're up on the on the clock management, your quarterback should I, I think this is the play. Quarterback just runs for 20 yards, clock is ticking, clock is ticking, clock is ticking. Or maybe it was a play after they ran P Ryan. Nonetheless, ticking, 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 ticking. I'm like, are they hurrying to the line? Like, what's going on? Me and my buddy are watching. We're like, are they gonna call timeout? Are they are, they're not rushing to the line screen? Are they gonna huddle right now? Are you seriously gonna huddle? There's like there's a couple seconds left. Timeout. I'm like, one, you either had to have a play in, in the bag, okay. Well, which I guess they didn't know big scramble's gonna come, but you have to either hurry to the line or call timeout. You can't wait. 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 Timeout. So clock management was not good there from Salah. And you did see that improve. Other than that, that's it. I'm not gonna re- I'm not gonna preview the next game or anything like that. I want to see guys healthy. We'll talk about the film when it, when it's when the film comes out, and the other shows we'll uh, we'll talk about the next team's roster and some some points about the game. Do the pickums not for preseason. So um, with that being said, I appreciate everybody um, watching, and I will catch you next time.